0: Introducing the man who spent his entire early afternoon yesterday begging the customer service reps at his online bookkeeper to refund what he called a, quote, bet that was clearly not made by me, somebody's hacked my account, unquote, as they finally agreed to refund his parlay of the Bucks, Astros, Germany, and Serena Williams losing. After discovering his neighbors had been siphoning electricity from his household for who knows how long, he hired electricians to come and remedy the issue before coming to realize that it was in fact his children who had somehow rigged his household to siphon from them, and neither them or his dogs were fit to stand trial in the case,
1: leaving him as the fall guy. He is Glenn. Cooler. Good morning from the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Studio of Pressbox. It is Glenn Clark Radio. I'm Glenn Clark. He's Kyle Ottenheimer. Young Jack is here. We'll see if he prepared his uh, segment. We're going to try uh, to start doing a segment with Young Jack. The Utes. And I, what I wanted to do, I think we're going to call, oh, I like I like the Utes. I don't mind that. I was going to call it Young Folks in honor of um, Peter, Bjorn, and John. Hmm. Uh, which is a song that was sampled by... It, there was a rap song that sampled Young Folks by Peter yeah, Bjorn and John. Yeah, sing it for me to recognize it. When I care about the young
0: folks... I don't remember.
1: Talking about the young folks...
0: Was it probably a Chitty Bang song based on... I mean, all
1: of the Shitty Bang songs were perfect. Young Folks sample. What the... This
0: is important. We need to cover this <laughs> for a uh,
1: Kanye sampled it for... It probably on uh, I don't remember when it was. Wasn't
0: well, on one of his first three, I don't believe.
1: Oh, it's gonna drive me nuts. Anyway, I, I we won't spend much more time. Kanye sampled it on. Yeah, uh, hang on a second. Uh, the sampled song on a track called. Oh, it was apparently in. No, that's not. A, it wasn't on. Can't tell me nothing. No. no. Well. No, no. Oh, he did. He apparently had a track called Young Folks that sampled that song. Well, that sounds more practical. I guess I suppose. I was right, is the point. The well, good. moral of the story no, is that I was right, and that's why we're here. And we're not we even need to be right going about with that things. title, evidently. Uh We'll see. I haven't, I haven't, uh, I haven't confirmed that okay. just yet. Okay. I, I do. It would give me the excuse to whistle every day if we did Young folk. Sure, <laughs> let's go for that. I've been practicing for years. Well, for this moment. This is the. No, I've I'm been, glad. I'm like Phil Collins. I've been waiting for this moment for all my life. Oh Lord, that's the way it's been. That's the way it's been going. I'll give it to you. Um, All right. uh, Coming up a little bit later on today, our greatest American champion makes his annual appearance on Glenn Clark Radio. Yes, Joey Jaws Chestnut. Believe we didn't have him last year.
2: What? I don't
0: think we did. That doesn't sound right. I'm being I'm being honest. I don't think we had him last year. I don't believe that for even a second. Okay. I'm just. Why wouldn't we have had him? He just never got back to me last year. I don't believe that. Okay. I, I don't, don't know what to tell that. you. I, mean, I don't
1: believe that. That's fine. I'm glad that I you don't believe have you. forgotten. But I don't believe you. It's I'm just okay. being honest with you. I don't believe you. That's fine. You don't have to, but I'm I right. never do I never do. I I'm not going to start believing you now. Anyway, Joey Chestnut joins us later on this hour because he's Joey Chestnut and he's our greatest American champion. And I want to talk to Joey Chestnut, our greatest American champion. It seems like it shouldn't be all that difficult for you to figure out. Uh, that's the reason why he's going to join us a little bit later on in the program. Drew will check in before he heads off to Omaha. I had a bunch of you. Uh, Tim from Bel Air went a step further, said, I'm in for 20 bucks for every Drew Forrester birdie that next Tim. week. He's a Mench. mensch. Mensch. Uh, oh jinx. Love me some Tim from Bel Air. The rest of you need to step up. Get on his level. Get on his level. I'm not asking for 20 bucks from everybody.
0: So when he birdies 72 holes, Tim's really going to be out of
1: it. I think Tim's going to be okay. I think he'll be all right. I think he'll be able to survive it. Um, I need you guys to step up for $5 per birdie. Five. That's it. That's all. Five bucks per birdie that Drew makes while he's out at the U.S. Senior Open next week that you're going to donate to Helping Up Mission. Just tweet me at Glenn Clark Radio. I'm in. That's all you need to do. And that way I can keep track of it. I can go back and talk to you after the event is over and we'll get the number. Drew seems apprehensive. He seems nervous. He suggested we count the practice rounds. He's practicing with Bernard Longer and Fred Funk and... I think Billy Andre as well. Like He's got a nice practice week lined up yeah, we're not uh, for somebody guys. who's I mean, never. No, we're not doing step that. Step to the
0: plate, Drew, and start birdieing.
1: Correct. You know? let's, I want to challenge him, too, to perform well, 100%. So I need you to step up and let me know, but we'll talk to Drew about that a little bit later on. Also later on in the show, we are scheduled to be joined by John Bell, former UMBC soccer defender. Now he is with New England Revolution of the MLS. We will chat with him about the start of his MLS career so that is all on the way on today's program. Uh, it is also Would You Rather Wednesday brought to you by Glory Days Grill. We will get back into that here in a minute. Today's show brought to you by Sports and Social Maryland. And I am trying. I want to give you the perfect night out. Next Saturday night will wear that dress you like? Well, that you know, depends. Depends. Maybe. I might. I might wear that dress you like. Actually, I'm unavailable to be your date for the evening. I'm sorry I will be away. But you and a date or a buddy, whoever you want it to be, will hook you up for the fight. UFC 264 at Sports and Social Maryland. We got two grand prize packages, each of which includes two VIP recliner seats along the with a $150 food and drink tab. So if you win one of the two prizes, so you're doubling your chances of winning, you're getting the two recliner seats at Sports and Social Maryland and a hundred and fifty dollar tab taken care of for the fight. Couple of nice steaks and and getting drunk. I mean, $150 will go a long way. Although, in fairness, I've been to Sports and Social Maryland. I would find a way to blow it quite quickly. Quite quickly myself. You may, may or may not. Either way, I don't know, but it's taken care of. $150 tab and the recliner seats for watching the fight. This is, of course, the Conor McGregor-Dustin Poirier fight. This is going to be a very popular one. You're probably thinking, I might want to get out somewhere. Everybody's charging. That's the way it goes because this is a very popular fight. So go right now to pressboxonline.com slash contest to enter to win this tremendous prize. There's no catch. There's no... Hey, but you've got to go visit the website every day for the next two weeks. I would encourage you to do that anyway. There's tremendous content and and wonderful stories, but you don't have to do any of that. All you got to do right now, go one time, register to win. you got that chance to get hooked up with a night at Sports and Social Maryland, $150 bar tab, food and bar tab, let me make that very clear, $150 tab, and two VIP recliner seats. I've seen them. They are really nice. It is the place to go to watch the fight. Next Saturday night, Sports & Social Maryland is Live Casino and Hotel's amazing new sports bar with a massive 100-foot media wall, 47-foot big screen, 40 HD TVs, extensive beer selection, big eats, in-venue gaming, bowling, and more. For tickets to see UFC 264 on July 10th at Sports & Social, go to livecasinohotel.com. Seating is limited. Orioles winners again in Houston last night. Cedric Mullins continues to rake. God bless. Um... Uh, certainly uh, performing like a man who wants to be an all-star and there's making an I mean, there's no doubt about that uh, but he's making quite the compelling case in the final days before all-stars will be announced average what? 400 now but that's his batting average yeah. for the year no not quite but it's it's about trending. That. yeah <laughs> it's it's certainly moving in that direction there's no doubt about that um, I, I'm gonna say the same things that I say bully I, I don't it is hard for me to feel joy I, I get it's sort of a, a weird anomaly that a very bad baseball team has gone down to Houston and won the first two games against a very good baseball team.
0: I, I don't think good fun to an extent.
1: To an extent, except at I the end it. of the but year, if that like was the two games. I get it. But not delusions
0: where this is suddenly I mean, if it did turn into just a wild story where the Royals. Yeah, I mean, lose that that, again, that would be a different that would right?
1: be a different thing, and I would uh, certainly find great joy in that. But assuming it's not going to be the case, there is that nervousness that I have about it being the possibility that these are the two games that end up separating the Orioles from the number one pick at the end of the year. It's going to be difficult because nine backs are really bad. And there, there were, apparently there was a moment in the game two days ago where they had the bases loaded with two outs mm-hmm. and the pitcher spot coming up in like the sixth inning. Left him in. And they left the pitcher in to hit. He was dealing. They are. They are. They were asked about it afterwards, and Torre Lavulo just said he was worried about how – about how few how few pitchers he had left in the it bullpen or something like that. I mean, they are really. Yeah, you going don't know that guy's it, a good hitter. If you say so, I don't even know who it was. I just I I came across a story on Twitter the other day and I said, "Oh my god!" Couldn't name a healthy pitcher on the Diamondbacks. I, right I now. couldn't name. I, I don't know if I can name an unhealthy pitcher on the Diamondbacks. Bumgarner. Oh, is he still in Arizona? I don't think he was traded yet. I don't remember. I don't. I, oh, I guess. Uh, yeah, because he, he threw the no yeah. the no hit earlier this year, so I did know he was still there. All right, fair enough. Um, it ain't it ain't gonna be easy. It ain't gonna be easy. So whatever, it's what it is. Uh, Giannis gets hurt. Sucks. I'm hopeful it's not as bad as it
0: looked. Yeah, it was one of those where it was it was fringe, like hyperextension or everything's
1: torn kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Dr. Child certainly didn't think that that was the case. I mean,
0: it looked like it went back pretty far.
1: Yep. Oh, it looked awful. Yeah. It
0: looked. It wasn't like Sean Livingston, terrible. but it was like Sean Livingston light. Yep
1: um so it's just it there's no other way to say it right like it's a bummer for basketball it's, for it's, him, it's, for a bu- yeah, him yeah. it's a bummer for everybody because it's just not as compelling a series it's not none of this is as compelling when the players get hurt this goes back atlanta still played well without like a, before all that right a, atlanta was playing
0: great they were or milwaukee was playing poorly right whatever, whatever when, right. i mean
1: they were up, atlanta was up like 14 points at that point i don't know if they were ever down despite the fact that they didn't have trey young they were up big despite that. So it doesn't take away from Atlanta in any way. It's the thing that I talked about a couple years ago with Toronto and Golden State when when Golden State lost both Durant and Klay Thompson. Like it both things can be true. Toronto's a very worthy champion. It's just a bummer. It's a bummer when the best players get hurt. I, if if the Phoenix Suns figure out a way to win an NBA title this year despite the fact that they didn't have to play um, against Anthony Davis for much of the first round, and against Jamal Murray in the second round, and against Kawhi Leonard in the third round, and against uh, Giannis in the fourth round. You know what? I'll call them NBA champions, I still, and I'll I mean, be the I greatest feeling I'll ever the have. The bucks
0: are hollow. I mean, it's I get Middleton's really good, but Giannis. Is the, the 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 straw that stirs one hundred percent,
1: and I, I I certainly I would say
0: that Atlanta has to be the favorite now, presuming Trey Young. Even if you he say doesn't. that, except
1: for the fact that Vegas has the Bucks as five and a half point favorites for the next game. Well, I'll take Hawks you, on that. You, you say that, but you definitely don't know more than Vegas does. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. I assure you, that's not the case. Okay. I go ahead. You go ahead and try to play that game, I Chief. Do it all the time. You go right ahead. I probably line up with you. I probably would would lean the Hawks the rest of the way. Probably, um, but i don't know man i don't know i have no idea what to make of any of it um what i do know is that it's just it's not the same and it sucks it sucks is it going to mean that i'm not going to watch the games nope i will still watch the games these are the conference finals and the nba finals i will watch all of them and does it take anything away from the team that ends up winning the nba title not remotely whoever it is will have been a worthy champion and will be able to stand up and say, we, we, we did what we were supposed to do. And yes, is there luck involved? Absolutely, there's luck involved every year in every sport and whoever wins the title, period. But it's a bummer. It's a real bummer, and there's no getting around it whatsoever. 1120, we'll chat with Gavin Sheets as well. Oh, that's very cool. So um, we're talking about uh, uh, Gavin Sheets, the son, of course, of the great Larry Sheets, made his MLB debut last night. Uh, Gavin Sheets is a local kid. I mean, because Larry was playing for the Orioles, Gavin Sheets was growing up here, went to Gilman, the whole deal, was drafted uh, a couple times. I think he was drafted out of high school and then decided to go to Wake Forest. Then he was drafted out of Wake Forest. He made his debut last night for the Chicago White Sox and I believe got a base hit in his first career at bat against the Twins last night. Um, and I even want to say he might have had an RBI and might have even scored a run in his major league debut. We'll find pretty, out before pretty good. he joins us. I'm pretty sure all those things occurred. I'm almost certain about that. But Gavin Sheets is going to join us a little bit later on. I also happen to think that he is friends with Drew Forrester. Um, I believe they have a connection somewhere along the line, so that's neat. So he's going to join us while Drew's with us. Mm-hmm. Is that the idea? Very cool. Very cool. So looking forward to having that conversation with Gavin Sheets a little bit later on in the program as well. So, anything else they needed to cover that was newsworthy? Uh, you know, we'll, t- we'll have another episode of um, uh, Courts of Thunder coming your way a little bit later on today to recap the first couple of days of Wimbledon. Just a bummer. Speaking of bummers, just a real real bummer that Serena Williams gets hurt yesterday in the first round and and her tournament is done and nobody wants to be over dramatic, but I said this on the preview episode. This was her last best chance to get to twenty-four, which doesn't mean that if she comes back and and wants to keep pursuing it, that she has no chance. It means any hardcore tournament that she plays in Naomi Osaka is going to be an overwhelming favorite. If she plays. That's what I say. Any hardcore tournament that she plays in, Naomi Osaka I thought you meant is going to be the overwhelming
0: She is in Serena. No, no, fine. no. Naomi, any can hardcore tournament. You can,
1: It's, it's, a, it's let me vague. I'll let you finish. Any hardcore tournament that she plays in, Naomi Osaka is going to be the overwhelming favorite. That's the way that it works now in tennis. So the other two are the two that you want to try to line up for. Serena Williams, at this point, Clay is just not... its The likelihood of Serena Williams... She won a couple of matches. She looked decent. But the likelihood of her putting together two weeks on Clay is next to none. Grass has always been a great surface for her. This has always been a place that she has done well. Of course, it was Venus's... uh, I mean, we called her Venus Wimbledon for a little while. But Serena has always been a great player at Wimbledon. This has always been somewhere that with either without Naomi Osaka playing or, frankly... No offense to Naomi, she's not a good grass court player. She's never made a grass court final. She's never reached the second week of Wimbledon. Even oh, you're if Naomi, so good. Thank you. Even if Naomi had played, no offense, there, she would not have been considered a threat to win the title. I mean, I guess a threat. I mean, like, probably a little too strong. No, no, it's not. And I this mean, is what you have to She would not have been considered a threat. If Naomi Osaka making a run at Wimbledon would have been overwhelming. You don't go from someone who's never played well on a surface to winning a title. That's not the way that it works in the sport. It, there's there's just not examples of that. It's not her surface. This is the part of the problem when you have people that don't understand the sport talk about the sport. Naomi Osaka was not a threat to win Wimbledon. I think at some point in the future she could become one. I think that Naomi Osaka's game, she'll never, there's nothing that suggests she'll ever be good on clay. I think her game is suited that she can become a good grass court player at some point and this might have been a good year for her to at least get to the second week of the tournament and take that next step towards competing in the future. But this was Serena Williams' opening. This was the one, which never was a guarantee that she was going to win it. It was mm-hmm. that this was the one that lined up best for her. She's very good on hard courts, and there's, I mean, she just made a great run at the, the Australian a few months ago but she ran into the absolute best hard court player in the world unquestionably no debate about it at hard court tournaments Naomi Osaka is here and everybody else is somewhere around here she's that much better than everybody else at a hard court tournament so doing it in New York i mean that she'll have the crowd behind her it would be a neat story for serena williams to be pursuing it but if naomi osaka's playing and the word is she's eyeing coming back to play for the Olympics and then for the U.S. Open, it's going to be extraordinarily difficult to beat Naomi Osaka at a hardcore tournament. So, again, I'm not trying to be overdramatic about it. I'm not trying to make it seem like this was, this was it. This was the only chance, but this was definitely the best chance for Serena Williams to get number 24, which, as I've tried explaining a number of times, is a mythical number. It doesn't actually matter. She already has the actual record. And this is something that, again, you have to know tennis to understand. But the record that she's competing against, the one 24 that lingers because of Margaret Court, is a number that predates open tournaments. It's a mythical number. It's a number that Margaret Court was able to get to because she didn't play against the best players in the world. It's not real. The number was 22. Serena Williams already broke the record. This is some other thing that I think she would like to have, and it's in part because Margaret Court is a terrible person. And so a lot of people would like to erase Margaret Court and her history. She's kind of been openly and awfully racist. And so we would like to erase her as much as possible. So there has been a push for Serena Williams to break this record that's not really a record. If she never gets there, it changes nothing. There is no debate about who the greatest player of all time is. That does not exist. There is one singular answer to that question. Period. It's Serena Williams. So, you know, it's it's a bummer. It sucks. It's awful. You want her to to win one more, you'd like to have that sort of nice feeling of her winning one as a mom, that would be really cool, but it if she doesn't, it's just not that big of a deal. I mean, it isn't, and I know that it's just not that big of a deal. She's got the records that matter, she's the greatest player of all time, period, end of sentence, that's all that needs to be said. So there's that. Uh, but we'll have another episode of Courts of Thunder later on today, Greg Rosenthal and I. And you can now find that thanks to uh, Jack's Hard Work. You can now find that anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, I uh, Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, TuneIn, all of those places you can find it. Today's show is also brought to you by Window Nation. Right now, get 50% off all styles of windows. Plus, put no money down, make no payments, and pay no interest for 24 months. 866 866- 90 Nation or visit WindowNation.com. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you Window Nation, the perfect fit. It is always an honor for us to chat with our next guest. We have done this every year, except I'm, I'm told maybe not last year. That makes no sense. But otherwise, we've been doing it for about a decade and a half. Um, he's getting ready to defend the belt on Sunday noon, back in front of fans, in Coney Island, Nathan's famous 4th of July hot dog eating contest he set a new record of 75 a year ago. He is our greatest American champion. Our friend Joey Chestnut back with us here on GCR. Joey, it's Glenn and Kyle in Baltimore. It is always good to chat with you, my friend. Thank you so much for taking a couple of minutes for us this morning.
3: Oh, thank you for having me on. It's, I, like you said, it's always great to talk to you guys.
1: Dude, we uh, we love doing this, man. I, I can only imagine. And, you know, you've done this for so long that I would think, like, year to year, it's it's got to be difficult for one of them to mean more than another one. But after what you guys had to do a year ago because of the pandemic, uh, how much more, how much is it maybe like revitalizing you to be able to have a normal 4th of July in Coney Island this year with a bunch of screaming maniacs who all love you?
3: This is, uh, yeah, it, 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 it gives me goosebumps just thinking about it. Uh, last year was, was the weirdest year eating uh, eating without a crowd. I could hear the competitors next to me eat. I could hear myself. And, it, it, uh, it, it was, it was just the whole year. Uh, yeah. But you know, what? We're, I'm putting that, behind, yeah, we're all moving on. And, uh, this year is just going to be, it's going to be a blast. It's going to be uh beautiful and, uh, and, uh, I'm 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 hungry. There's no way the number can get bigger, right? Like there's just no, I
1: can't fathom that the number could possibly get any bigger than 75. Oh
3: my God, yeah. I, I, there's nothing like proving, uh, uh, proving everybody wrong. And I, I, all year I've been hearing uh, like, oh, nobody, you're not gonna be able to break that record. And I, I'm hoping I can, uh, I can just, I can prove everybody wrong and make it, make a new record this year. Uh, there's gonna be an audience this year pushing me and uh, and it it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a special year. Uh, I feel I feel like my body's ready Dude. and uh and, and it, 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 yeah, but at the same time it human body's weird. I anybody could have a bad day. Uh I'm I'm still going out there just to get out there and uh, do my best and get hopefully get the win, but uh I feel like I feel like I could always... Uh, I feel like a record could happen.
1: Okay, is there some like mythical number that you that you're like secretly chasing that like before this gotta is gotta get to a hundred. Yeah, you know? like this is before this is all said and done. Before you hang them up. Before you say I'll I'll let these other guys have their chance for a change. Like, are, are you saying one day I'd like to eat a hundred hot dogs, or is that just so ridiculously absurd it can't cross your mind?
3: Oh, 100 would be really really hard. Actually, I, I uh, last year I sat down and ate hot dogs as many as I could, <laughs> and. It was for forty five minutes, and I, I ended up getting up to ninety three. <laughs> oh, My God! What was uh, the content? Wait, But that's
1: in forty five minutes for people that don't. That's significantly longer. Like that's, that. That means that in yeah. like in a half an hour, you only ate about eighteen more hot dogs. Yeah. Yes.
3: So so I mean it, it, it's it's I'm, I'm the the amount. Uh, yeah. It, so. It, it it's going to be really. I don't think hundred would be possible. I mean, somebody might do it. And the one the one way that uh I, I, I would definitely try harder is uh, if somebody came out and did 99, mm-hmm. I, I would be trying <laughs> a lot harder for hundred. What was the but, context uh, for you just sitting down in forty five minutes and was just it, eating? Was it just for fun? Did somebody well, pay it, you to it's, do this? It's, no, it's a psychological. It, it's kind of a test. Uh, if, if I can get the food down and digest it, and no matter how long it takes. It, it, uh even if it's 45 minutes, I should be able to find a way to get it down within the 10 minutes. And then a lot of it is, like, all right, it's, it's all still in my stomach. It's all there. It's just a matter of convincing myself and convincing the muscles in my stomach and my throat, all to work together to get it down. So I, I, I know it sounds like 45 minutes was an eternity, but it, it was really uh so I, I know I'm capable. I mean, if need be. Okay. I, so so but uh, that, that I mean that's the reason why I find myself so weird. I get what,
1: what you're saying is you now know it's physically possible for you to stomach 93 hot
3: dogs. So yeah, if that's Yeah, I mean the, the the only thing is getting it down within 10 minutes. Right. I I think I could find a way if if there's uh, a reason but uh So is this like, your
1: Are you are you planning on doing this test again like after this like you know sometime in August you'll sit down and try this again and see if the number's
3: even bigger? No, no I probably I probably won't uh, do that again until Maybe April of next year. Okay. Uh, just to, then, then, then to figure out the training. But uh, it's a. I I still love it. It, it. And people are like, Oh, how long will we do it? I was like, Yeah, thirty seven. And I still love pushing, figuring out ways to push my body, and and uh, and like just make it work for me. And uh, so, I'll I'll definitely be back next year, and uh, we'll, we'll, well, no matter what. It, it, if uh, I I hate hate the idea of losing, but uh, there's. <laughs> No matter what, I'll be back.
1: He is the great Joey Chestnut, and he's with us here on Glenn Clark Radio. That's always one of the when we have these conversations. My favorite part about this is, like, I always like to think that you're just miserable, and you always remind me, like, no, dude, I just love hot dogs. I just really like, love Nathan's <laughs> hot dogs. <laughs> I mean, it,
3: it, it, it's this weird feeling of, like, uh, I, I, I mean, afterwards, I am, I am bloated. I am kind of miserable, but I'm, I'm happy. It, it, it's this weird. It, I mean, like, you look at a marathon runner, and they look miserable at the end of a marathon, but they really are happy. And it's the weirdest thing that uh, when, you, when you find something you uh, can push yourself to absolute crazy limits and suffer to doing and still love it. And uh, I'm really lucky I found something I like that. All
1: right, so I know we've asked some of these questions before, but because we constantly have new audiences, I want to go there. The, the, how long before you feel completely normal again? So after, after Sunday, after you take down 90 hot dogs, whatever the new record ends up being, um, how long before you just feel utterly normal again, and you're like, man, I can, I can, I can go eat anything at this point. It's...
3: Oh, yeah. not until probably Wednesday. Okay. Well, I, I feel like super normal, but uh, when I, when I was younger, I, I I would I would be fine in like a day and a half. Uh, but it, it, it is uh, I'm I'm older. I'm thirty seven. Uh, and my body uh, needs a little bit more time to recover, and uh, and I I've no problem giving it paying attention to it and giving it the time giving it the time
1: you're where where are you in the process like the, the next few days so today is wednesday the competition is sunday what do the next few days look like as far as how much you'll eat when you'll eat all of those things
3: uh, right now i'm recovering from my last practice and I, so uh, what, okay what so was what was practice, <laughs> practice yeah practice was on last uh, what was on sunday a full hot dog contest practice and uh uh, almost like a dress rehearsal. Eating Nathan's dogs. Plate to five. And uh, how, how it, many
1: though? Like how many did you eat in the practice?
3: I I I mean I broke the record in the practice. <laughs> <laughs> not, there's just what? no. You can't but, just take it easy. You're not capable of just. Like. Well, I mean, but but it's like I want I want to make it, that you people don't. Break, I mean, in order to break the record on the day of an event, you have to break it in practice. And uh, <laughs> power lifters aren't, aren't 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 trying something new they're, they're, when they get on stage at the Olympics. They're uh, oh. they they're, they know they've done it before.
2: That's fair. All right, you, you
3: actually make a really good
1: point. <laughs> it's just crazy to me. It's so crazy to me that's the case. Um, I I I asked a couple of people if they had some questions and and they wanted to get a couple in. So one. Um, we have fallen in love in Baltimore with Crab Mac and Cheese Dogs. That's a that's a thing, just some some Crab mac and cheese on top of the hot dog. If you like, would it matter the if you had to eat, let's just say, chili cheese dogs on Sunday instead of eating regular hot dogs, how drastically different would the numbers be based on what would be on top of the hot dogs that you were eating?
3: Well, it- Like the normal hot dogs we eat are, they're two ounces of meat and an ounce and a half a bun, and uh, and if if we were had toppings on, so so I mean it would be it would reduce the number by by uh we're we're adding toppings we we figure out the weight. So I mean, one one thing about like a chili cheese dog is uh. I wouldn't have to dunk it, dunk it as much or drink as much water. That's true. It, it would go down so, smoother. So, right. Yeah. So it, it would go down a little bit easier. It, it would go down a little bit slower because we're not allowed to, we probably wouldn't be allowed to dunk because yeah. we, right. we would lose some product. But, uh, I, I, I think, I mean, if, if they, if they were nice, I, 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 similar, similar weight. Uh, I, I think I'd probably be 60. <laughs> and even though it was a different, as long as they, as long as I like the taste, oh. um, <laughs> and, I, and I, 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 yeah one of my only times i ever got sick like I almost, i almost got sick in a contest was, was crab cakes the crab cakes were sitting out for too long uh, and uh, uh. As, as my body was rejecting them during the contest and uh yeah so, uh, crab crab it, it has one of those things uh it, it took me a while to get actually uh get back to loving it but oh. I, but i i do
2: okay thank god they, bless were we they needed that to be the
3: maryland crab cakes or did they were they little hockey pucks they're they're delaware some 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 little casino was just made them uh, so uh so it, uh, it was it was uh, uh yeah <laughs> we can hear it we can absolutely hear what
1: it is that you're feeling right now just rethinking and reliving that moment of your life we need to maybe redo that with actual decent crab cakes at some point in the future let's get in touch with i'll talk to my guys over at jimmy's and we'll see if maybe we can't uh we can't recreate something in the future oh, in order it'd to... It'd be amazing
3: to, yeah, make a record. We could get people to donate every one I eat for charity. That'd be sweet. You know
1: what? I'm going to send a message to John literally as soon as we finish this call over at Jimmy's Famous Seafood, and we'll see if we can't pull something off. I, I would like that. It would make it would make my summer if we could make that happen for you. Um, oh, yeah, and, get, and go to an Orioles game? That'd yeah, dude. What a, what a great time that would be. <laughs> Joey, how intimidating are, or, or is it for your friends when they know you're coming over to hang out? And, like, do, do they... Do, do they do they are they walking on eggshells like messaging you hey like what what do you want to eat how much do you want to eat like what is the dynamic like when you and your friends get together for a barbecue
3: oh my, my friends that know me know i'm, I'm pretty laid back uh and I, I just i love to eat but I, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna turn it on unless there's a <laughs> unless there's a real reason but uh yeah, and some, sometimes I go places when, when I meet people for the first time and they're like, "Oh, I heard you were coming over." And I was nervous. I I didn't know I I, I didn't I didn't want to cook hot dogs because I thought it thought it would make make you mad. <laughs> <laughs> uh so so people people uh it, it, the people uh yeah, it, it, it's funny. And uh and some and like when I go to a restaurant, people like the either the servers or the, or the owner or manager they're like, "Oh, you got to try our our the most famous dish." And uh and the same thing with my when I go to barbecues, people are like, oh, they're gonna make the thing they're most proud of. So uh, hmm. I, I get to try a lot of the things that people like. It's so, not, uh, that's not that's uh, not a bad I'm life, lucky. by
1: the way. That's oh, not no, a bad yeah. life at
3: all. I don't know how I got so lucky. When you go to a
0: restaurant and you see that they have like some sort of challenge on their menu,
3: do you feel obliged? Like, like you to have do to, it?
2: yeah,
3: yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So there's it, 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 it's a mixed bag. So so if if it's like a burger. Uh, so, a lot of time the challenge burger they have that bun that they they, they make the burger with has been sitting there for like three weeks <laughs> so i so i, I do I, I i have no problem asking questions and so hey what do you think about this challenge burger is is the how, do you know anything about the bun? are you serving it on or have, have have you heard anything about it so yeah so i i try I try to figure out if, if it looks like it's a good sandwich or burger. Uh, I'm I'm in. If it, like sometimes a steak, I did the Amarillo steak. Oh, this is important. We need to know this. What was what that, was
1: what was your time
3: uh, when you did the uh, big Texan? When when I did it, I broke the record. And i back. I think I did it in eight minutes. What? Wait! Shut up! What the hell? You yeah. did it in eight minutes. What? I
0: think it was eight forty nine. All right, uh, I want to I want I to give think context. I could cut a seventy two ounce steak I, in eight I, minutes. I want to give
1: context to this. We have a friend. His name is Bradley Bozeman. He's the center for the Baltimore Ravens. And he called us one day. He was in Amarillo, and we said, "Dude, you you got to do it. Like you're there. You know what I mean? Like you you have to go do it." And he did, and he finished it. He did it in forty eight minutes, and wanted to die afterward.
2: <laughs> <laughs> really?
1: Yeah. Yeah, the Like oh he, my God. God bless him for doing it. Like and we yeah, like, it's, really It's like, hard. Like, yeah. There
3: used to be a major league pitcher uh Frank Pastore. Uh, okay. story. Uh, he, uh, he uh, was on the Reds but uh he, he held the record for years and years. I think he did it in like 11 minutes. What?
1: So you you're just like I, I you know it's just one more record for your list like one more notch on the bedpost for Joey
3: Chest. Yeah. So, well, somebody actually broke my record, and now my record. Uh, they were eating it like without a knife, so that so I I have, one of these days I'm gonna go back there and eat it like an animal. Wait, so and, there's uh, a
1: there's a there's a sub eight minute. Yeah, where's someone there has is.
3: accomplished a sub eight well, minute? Oh yeah. sub- Why aren't they gonna be I, there Sunday? I think. I think it, well, the... Yeah, I I don't know. <laughs> some, people, some well, a lot of people they can eat fast for like two or three minutes. But They minutes. can't eat the but, but then they then they hit a wall. Yeah, and then yeah. the meat sweats hit them. <laughs> yeah, and it, and then it, it's like they they can't ignore the feeling that their body body is throwing at them. Oh God! How man. big were the bites you were taking of that stick? Ah, uh, they're they're sizable. But I, I was I was <laughs> eating with a fork and knife, so I I. It wasn't. They weren't too big. You're a civilized oh. man, of course. <laughs> yeah, you know? right.
1: He's not a monster. He's a champion. You have to eat like a champion would when you go out. God, that is amazing. Um, what else is on the docket for you this summer? You're doing this, obviously, Sunday,
3: ESPN, noon, from Coney Island. Yeah. Is, yeah. Uh, what else do I have coming up? Uh, that, all right. So later in July. Oh, I'm judging the Hooters miss... Uh, miss international bikini pageant as you're we saying really difficult
1: really difficult life for you bro it's, it's, it's really...
3: tough man and uh what else is that at the end of july uh then, then there should be a pizza eating contest in uh, jersey shore uh early august uh and yeah there's a couple other events uh yeah so so things are actually yeah it looks like the summer's starting to open up and there's gonna be some more
0: outdoor events I, I, are you uh, to the point now where you're only taking contests that you genuinely want to eat the food
3: for yeah, it, I I'm in a pretty good spot, uh, it, and it, it's it's uh yeah, it, so it's either sponsors that are really really like like really good food, like or uh or or, or like there's an outdoor festival that just looks like a great time, and I uh, and yeah, you can count me in. Like
1: if it's cow brands at this point, you're probably saying I'm I'm good. Um. Oh, uh,
3: do you remember that story? Yeah. So. They, that was a great party. I, I I I look back at that. I was like, wow, that was a zombie pub crawl, and there were, it was rock band. But wasn't it?
1: Didn't somebody puke? Is that what I remember? Like
3: this, somebody puked during the contest on the MC, on oh. the announcer, <laughs> and it, and it, it was you could smell it. And it was ah. bad, and it, so I I I was eating right next to Matt Tony and I was just watching him. I was I was trying to stay one ahead of him. Wow, it was it was a it was a, it was. Uh, it was Oh, they were—they weren't that bad tasting. They had a little metallic taste, but they looked like brains. So I, had to, I couldn't actually really look at the food I was eating.
1: And I saw on your Twitter, you've actually lost a couple times. This is not like you—you're you, not overwhelmingly dominant. I mean, not in hot dogs, nobody's beating you, but like y- you've got—you uh, know—some people have some maybe momentum going into this one.
3: Yeah, well, geez. So I, I DraftKings, they—they uh, they held a series of events, and they were—they uh, were not the I. They they chose foods that I I don't know if they knew that they were gonna be hard for me or that I didn't like, but uh, there there were foods like candy, popcorn, and what was another one? It was it was just foods that, uh, it, it didn't work out. But uh, you know, luckily Fourth of July is hot dogs, and uh, I love them, so it uh, it's. Uh, I'm feeling good about. How long Sunday. did you spend flossing after the popcorn competition? <laughs> it was it was terrible. <laughs> it, uh, there was a flossing, and then my whole mouth was raw. Oh, uh, yeah, popcorn sucks. By the way, I'm not a fan. No, popcorn's
1: awful. I, it, it's 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 just such a s- inferior snack food. When the cheese caramel combo
0: is the best kind. Right, but other than like, yeah, maybe popcorn. like the Christmas ones where they had like the yeah. different variety.
1: Yeah. And, and, but oh yeah. yeah. Just butter popcorn. I'm out. I'm out. I'm gonna pass. All right. Uh, what can I plug for you, Joey? Besides, we need everybody to tune in on uh, on Sunday. That's a that's a big one, of course. Tune in for the uh, Nathan's Famous Fourth of July hot dog eating contest at noon on ESPN. What else can I plug for you? Website, social, the whole deal.
3: I. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm just on the normal stuff. Joey, Joey Jaws at the Twitter and. Uh what else? But, you know, I just hope everybody has a great 4th of July and uh, just eat some food that makes them
1: happy. Oh, man. Dude, we always love you doing this. Thank you. I mean, I know how busy this week is, and you've always made time for us over the years, and we greatly appreciate it. We'll be in it. touch about the crab cakes. Yeah, and we're going to, I promise you, I'm going to send a message today to, to John over at Jimmy's, and we're going to work something out. We're doing this. This is happening, all right? It's... Oh, awesome. It's on. Love it, man. Thank you, Joey. Take- Joey Chestnut, our greatest American champion. Uh, once again on Sunday, he will attempt to break his own record of 75 hot dogs and buns in the Nathan's famous 4th of July hot dog eating contest, which gives me great joy every year. And he's just such a good dude, man. Like He's so just genial. Uh, like, <laughs> right? Like The whole thing. I, I love that guy so much. Today's show also brought to you by Mobile One. Mobile One full synthetic motor oil helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube service center. Ask for Mobile One. When we come back in, we'll dive into Would You Rather Wednesday. Bro- oh, God. Curios is down. Oh. I'm people's, so sick of this. Champ. I'm so yeah, not exactly. Well, actually, you know what? Uh, he was. It was yesterday. Like the his relationship with the crowd was tremendous. Was tremendous. Told you. Um, That's too bad. But right? they had to come back and they had to play. They so had it's to finish the just like the this fifth is set. really slick right now. It's like really it's, wet grass, man. Why would it's they just really? They and, couldn't and, have any foresight and, here. And a lot of players didn't play grass tournaments leading up to Wimbledon because there are only two weeks between the end of the clay season and the start of Wimbledon. So. It's
0: equivalent to like having a basketball court that has not been like buffed, essentially.
1: <sighs> sort of. I mean, it's not, you know. I get it. Not quite right, that bad, but, but like, you know. Oh, I hate seeing that. It's All too right. too bad. All right. We'll come back in. I don't hate Would You Rather Wednesday brought to you by Glory Days Grill. I love that. So we'll do it next. It's Glenn Clark Radio from the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Studio.
0: Sports and Social Maryland is bringing the ultimate UFC fight night experience to you at Live Casino and Hotel. Watch Dustin Poirier take on the former champion Conor McGregor and get the ringside feeling with our state of the art AV system and stadium seating. They take sports viewing to the next level with a massive 100-foot media wall, 47-foot big screen, 40 HD TVs, extensive beer selection, big eats in-venue, gaming, bowling, and more. They're raising the sports bar at Sports. Sports. Sports and Social Maryland. Come see for yourself. Tickets now on sale for UFC 264 at SportsSocialMD.com. That's SportsSocialMD.com. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER.
2: Here,
4: it. Watch out! For the first time, the PGA Tour's FedEx Cup Playoffs is coming to Maryland. The top 70 players in the world converge on Kays Valley Golf Club for the 2021 BMW Championship, August 24th through 29th, 2021. Baltimore's iconic and challenging course provides the perfect test as the playoffs heat up. Tickets are now available. Don't miss your chance to watch the drama unfold. Visit BMWChampionship.com today
5: hey everybody this is chris ruling from great Eights memorabilia and we want to invite you out to jimmy's famous seafood on sunday july 25th we will be there for the casey cares return to training camp crab feast with baltimore raven linebacker ties bowser tickets are on sale now at great eight that's great the number eight letter s memorabilia.com and remember you always have a chance to be great
6: For more than 100 years, Chesapeake Employers Insurance has been helping Maryland businesses keep their workers safe with competitive pricing and an A.M. Best, A-financial strength rating. It's no surprise that Chesapeake Employers is Maryland's largest writer of workers' comp insurance.
4: At the end of every workday, someone's waiting for your
6: safe return. Connect with your agent or visit CEIWC.com.
4: The journey begins on remote mountain farms and plantations in the lush tropical regions of countries like Colombia and Brazil, where the best coffee beans are grown. The beans are harvested by hand, carefully sorted, bagged, shipped, and finally roasted. And the journey ends as your cup of rich, flavorful Royal Farms coffee, the freshest and best coffee in the world, real fresh, real fast, Royal Farms.
1: Hi, it's Glenn Clark for Window Nation. When it comes to cost and quality, Window Nation has you covered, saving you thousands more on your windows compared to national brands while providing the same, if not better, quality. Want detail? Window Nation measures each window three times to ensure proper fit, and after they install your new windows, they leave your home cleaner than it was before. Get Fifty percent off every style window, plus put no money down, make no payments, and pay no interest for twenty-four months. 866-90 Nation or visit windownation.com. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you WindowNation, the perfect fit.
6: URL. You are listening to Glenn Clark Radio Radio at glenclarkradio.com.
1: All right, thanks again to Joey Chestnut for joining us. Drew Forrester is going to check in at the top of the hour. Gavin Sheets is going to join us this morning. The pride of Gilman and now with the Chicago White Sox, made his debut last night, and also uh, former UMBC defender John Bell, who's now with the New England Revolution. They've got both Sheets and Andrew Vaughn up right now. So where did Gavin play last night? Did he play first? Or? I genuinely do not know. We can ask him, or we can just check baseball. I records. mean, we could probably do that. That seems like something that we would be able to do, and we'll look into that in a second. But before we do, I think any Vaughn's of that. playing
0: some outfield also. So it's kind of a it's a it's a it's a mixed bag. I, mean, okay. I know Abreu's hurt, so that's oh okay. Yeah.
1: All right, well Vaughn's playing some outfield. That's certainly yeah. it's a it's a bit of a difference. Put it this way, he's maybe. got outfield eligibility on my baseball team. That's so. important. You yeah. need that. We're just out you there available. That. I was like, please. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so it's really? a keeper league that's too. That's a really weird bit. It's <laughs> yeah. a very weird bit. All right, uh, Would You Rather Wednesday is brought to you by Glory Day's Grill. I was just over at Glory Day's Grill the other day. I had the buffalo cauliflower. I had the smothered chicken. I was just there yesterday. Were you? What'd you get? I got some hot wings, delicious. some jalapenos in there. Glory wings are just... There's some jalapenos in there. If the, I uh, if I had to try to round to the nearest thousand the number of wings that I've had at Glory Days Grill in my life, it, I would, inhaled it would be, a, I think, roughly one billion. I had a bit of a,
0: like, a cut on my middle finger, and it was just burning. I was Ooh. like, eh, it's, it's worth it. It's good pain. It's good pain. And then I also got the turkey BLT wrap.
1: Okay. I don't think I've ever had some the uh, turkey BLT fries. wrap at
0: Glory Days Grill. I don't think I've Tasting. ever uh, consumed They give you a really good dipping sauce with sweet potato fries. It's like a mustardy, Oh, 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 my, creamy, ki- my kids know of, all
1: about that. Yeah. They know all about that. They got, they got they a good love. sauce game over there. They do. They are on point. Uh, you had uh, the, we the had remoulade, of the course, remoulade yeah. with the smoky thigh wings. Oh, God. Glorydaysgrill.com, of course, is the website to find out more about what's going on at your neighborhood at Glory Days Grill. Somebody is winning a $25 gift card to Glory Days Grill just for participating in Would You Rather Wednesday. Numero uno, Would You Rather You've been kidnapped by some bad hombres.
0: Sounds like a Tuesday to me, you know? The good
1: news is that they'll let you go if you match Joey Chestnut and consume 75 hot dogs and buns in the span of three days. Or if you watch and perfectly transcribe every Fast and Furious movie from start to finish in the span of a week. So it's which one are you attempting
0: And we're talking about only spoken words, correct? We don't need to do like stage
1: direction and stuff. No, it's not. You're not going to have to recreate. You have to transcribe it. So any word that's that's said, Mm -hmm. you have to transcribe perfectly from start to finish. You make a mistake. These are weird kidnappers. You're gone. Yeah, really strange. (laughs) Bad hombres, bro. Bad (laughs) hombres. Numero dos. Would you rather a baseball fairy has offered you the chance to just pick up and put Jacob DeGrom on the Orioles moving forward or just pick up and put Shohei Otani on the Orioles moving forward? And number three, in honor of uh, The Many Saints of Newark, the uh, the trailer for the Sopranos uh, prequel that uh, got everybody do worked I up. Watch, do I feel
0: comfortable watching that if I haven't watched The Sopranos, or should I wait? Till oh, I was
1: planning on doing a Sopranos rewatch at some point, and so this has encouraged me to... Um, so I my gut says watch The Sopranos first. I think. That's I, I, what they, I don't know what enough what about done this. Done to, it's a prequel, this is a, but this like... Is, but this is a movie, right? This yeah, isn't it's a... a prequel, but like, prequel, but the context is still yeah, really important. Yeah, there is a lot there. Right. There's no doubt. I... I I think and I was I, like I have never sat down and watched Sopranos straight through. Yeah, I've never and, seen any. Of it. I've seen and this some was, of the first episode. And I was like I, remember, I this been is Sopranos ended in 06, right? So was this it 06? I think it was the last the last episode was 06, I want to say. Could be. Um so this 06 or 07. It was somewhere in that. It was definitely not before 06 cuz I remember talking about it on our Arizona show. Okay. Um and I left for Arizona in 06. Um and I this was before like I didn't have I was dating a girl that had TiVo, but I didn't have TiVo, and so like. So you kept her around, you know? Correct. <laughs> I wasn't leaving her. I have. If I miss house, what am I gonna do, <laughs> man? I gotta. Be Whenever able. I think of TiVo, she,
0: I can't help but think about *Tropic Thunder*.
1: Okay, I understand that. I get that. She was she was always TiVoing *American Idol* and ah. asking me. I watched. What better use? I watched a season of *American Idol* with I'm this sorry girl. For it was the. No, uh, 2004, yes. of course. This was not the uh, Ruben Studdard season. Hell of a season that season. This was the Taylor Hicks season where Chris Daughtry lost. I had tapped out by that point. Yeah, well, it, I was never really in. I was this in girl the beginning. Made me, I was never I was never in, but this girl made me watch that season. It was a nice family show, um, you know? So in honor of the many saints of Newark, HBO decides that for The Wire's 20th anniversary next year, they're going to do a series with some A David, series or a movie? A series with some David Simon participation... Well, they'll explore the backstories of McNulty, or McNutty, if you will, Stringer, Omar, and Bunk, or no, no, that's just too different, leave it alone. All right? Mm-hmm. Those are your scenarios for Would You Rather Wednesday. Get your responses in at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Radio. Someone who responds will be chosen to win a $25 gift card. Two glory days, girl. By the way, Gavin Sheets played in right field last night. Thank you, Brian, Powell. Numero uno, would you rather you've been kidnapped by those bad hombres? They're going to let you go, but only if you consume a Joey Chestnut 75 hot dogs and buns in three days, or if you watch and perfectly transcribe every Fast and Furious movie in the span of a week. You may only attempt one or the other. Yeah, I mean, oh, by it's... the way, and Brian, uh, not Brian Powell, John Proctor, uh, thank you for trying to kyle it up. No, you will not be turning on closed captioning while watching the Fast and the Furious films.
0: Um, okay, I guess here's a good question. Tokyo Drift. Mm-hmm. They have subtitles for any Japanese that's spoken. You're not turning those off. you're screwed if you are. Like, there's no, I have no chance. I'll let
1: you. I'll let you use
0: Google Translate. Get the hell out of here. It's yeah. insane. Where are you finding this version of the movie? Man, where are they? These hombres finding a version of Tokyo Drift without? No, they've the got. Subtitles? They
1: are. They are some bad hombres, bro. You don't know sense. the hombres that you're dealing with. Whatever. Um,
0: I'm not. Not. I'm not a. I'm not an unrealistic person. Hmm. I couldn't do 75 hot dogs in three days. I just couldn't do it. Like I don't <sighs> think it's. Physically possible for me. If I were sitting down in one meal and try to eat as many hot dogs as possible, uh-huh. maybe ten, yeah, maybe I, I, ten. Okay, but, then, but I'm feeling like the crap are, the rest are, of the day. I
1: agreed, but
0: these are full days that we're talking about. I don't think you underst- Like, I think you do understand, and I think you I know do. I'm right. I, I don't
1: think you. I disagree. I disagree Twenty-five you, hot dogs in a I twenty-four hour period, three days in a row. I, I'm. What I would say is, it could be done, but it's going to require like putting your body through hell. In order to it's do it. It's the
0: Waffle House bit. You see the guy sitting down ready to try and eat 24 waffles, right. and he realizes it's not physically
1: possible. He's going to kill himself. But again, He's it's not that it's not physically possible. It's okay, that but you are don't you allowed to throw up? Not while you're eating? You have to consume the food? I just, it's not, look, it's not possible for me. It's just not. I don't, and, and I'll make the comparison. It's not that it's not pot. The, the, the Waffle House guy could possibly eat those waffles. What he's saying is, why put my body through that when the answer, like, sure, I'd like to leave the Waffle House a little bit sooner. That would be nice. But if I can just spend another hour here instead of putting my body through that, I, I know I'm going to be out at some That's point fair, anyway.
0: But what if you had to do three days in a row?
1: I get it. It's going to be hell. Nobody's so like, debating
0: that. I'm just, I'm not going to pretend like I have a better chance of doing the first than I do the second. My ears work fine. I'm pretty good at
1: transcribing. It's part of my mm, job. You're not. You're, no, you're, you're perfectly transcribing is a far different thing. They're not it's talking a, that much in Fast and Furious. They do talk a good bit in Fast and Furious. It's not yes. exactly Einstein-level. Nobody's level saying, d- I'm not saying it's, it's historically great dialogue. But the notion that you could perfectly transcribe it without having to watch everything at least five times, no, you cannot do that. And I, and no offense, All right, so I know nine, that.
0: nine movies. Yes. Two-hour runtime each. Well, estimate roughly. Yeah. So 18 hours. I have a week.
1: Just, that's easier just to watch it. You're going to have to stop rewind. You can't get anything wrong okay. or you're you're donezo. It's fine. I'm
0: confident that I could do that. I think I could do that. In a week I could definitely do that. Now, I have no confidence I could do the first one.
1: No, I don't I don't have as much confidence as you do about the transcribing thing. I
0: don't think there's that much Insane dialogue in a Fast and Fur- I don't know how many monosyllabic. I mean, they're all monosyllabic in a Fast and the Furious movie, except for Furious. It's the only one with multiple syllables. Otherwise, it's just
1: yeah, go. It's not, no, it's not that. You're just doing a bit now. <laughs> yeah, You're just doing a bit. Still, kind of my point. But also, keep in mind your mental health ain't gonna be great from having to watch that much Fast I don't and think the Furious. There's a single
0: monologue in <laughs> the Fast there, and the no, Furious no, franchise. No, there are. There are. I've only <laughs> watched
1: one of them, and I know there are. My wife loves them, by the way. She's yeah, constantly not watching. Not them. my cup of tea. It is not for me. Nope, not at all for me. Um, you're you're you are underselling this vastly. I don't think. It's I think as you're appropriately the selling thing. the hot dog thing. You are vastly underselling this. But I'm
0: confident. If you give me a week, I've got enough time
1: to get it right. <sighs> I think you're gonna fail. So we'll start. with you think that about start, everything we we s- with me? Well, I you failed a lot of things. Um, Did I book a show gonna, this morning? Yeah, technically you booked a show this morning. What do you mean morning. technically? It was a good one. Technically, well, we didn't find out about one of the guests until
0: later. Oh, but I'm sorry that I managed I to track down his number and, and contact him and hear back from you
1: him. You lost it the first time. I, my phone doesn't work either, but the other one. That's different. You didn't save it the first time. Neither did you. No, I did. Prove it. I, when I get my phone back from <laughs> Lancaster, Pennsylvania, oh. where they're attempting to perform surgery on it currently, I'll let you know. Mm. You didn't save it. You tried to lose a number yesterday. That's part of the problem around these parts. No, I didn't try. Yeah, you did. You attempted to lose a number. Did Thankfully, we get it? We did because of me. Mm, because the, of me. Singularly because singularly, I. Singularly. You were the one. Okay. Hmm. If, I hadn't, if I hadn't saved it, what would have happened? If I hadn't written it down, what would have happened? That's a great point. That's your job. You did that. You did a the portion same, of your job. Solely you because did, of me. You did half of your job, and think, then I saved I your ass. I think Leah just burns all the logs. I, I don't think she <laughs> saves them eternally either. I don't think that's the case either. Uh, Brian Powell I'll watch the movies I've seen all of them Except Tokyo Drift I think it's easier Than the right, I mean, you seen? Yeah it's a weird It's a <laughs> weird one To, yeah. to not see yeah, It's <laughs> like, the third it, one like, It's a very strange show. Like if you're gonna watch All of the right. Fast and the Furious Movies I would think that At some point You'd just be like Maybe I'll go back And watch Tokyo Drift <laughs> um uh paul as much as i like a good hot dog i think nine or ten a day might be my max um so i'll have to go out trying to gut out and watching. then you're talking about even if but you were, i like, appreciate what paul's saying he's acknowledging the other one the notion that you're trying to produce like i i can do that he's admitting openly this is far more difficult than you are Vin giving Diesel it speaks for.
0: very deliberately
1: he is a deliberate speaker. I don't. Dis- <laughs> His voice is a little bit
0: weird. He's not. Look, it's not as easy as Groot, but it's not. I don't think it's all that different. Look, for what it's, it's not. I, don't I, stop it. You're now acting you're like just there's just stop. this depth and 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 complexity to the Fast and
1: Furious. Nobody scripts. has said that once. Any any transcription ever. Is going to be difficult no, because you think movie, you are super confident that you heard something, and then if you don't go back and re listen to it, you'll find I'm out aware. that you are. But you it's, have different, to it's different go for an interview as it is a
0: movie. If you're a movie and you're putting out a film where, and it's not usual yes, like you're not, be, usual they're, they're suspects they're not to be stumbling over the their point. words. Right, I like, get
1: that. They're not likely to be putting together word salads, although it is Fast and the Furious. Um, I understand the concept, but the difficulty of transcribing is not taken away simply because of that. The I'm notion, confident in my yeah, ability th- here. That's, you're, you're far too confident in your ability in that. If you said, like, um you know,
0: Harry Potter, it would be a little different probably. Because they're saying well, weird stuff.
1: Be? Oh, because you don't recognize the words themselves? Yeah. Uh, Dustin says, I'll devour those 75 hot dogs easily. I mean, I know Dustin's... I don't think that's easy. You do you know you know Dustin? <laughs> <laughs> you follow him. He follows me. Dustin No, different Dustin. Uh, I don't know. Different Dustin. Dustin. <laughs> I don't know who Different I'm guy. I like that Dustin. Good yeah. dude. Uh he's not as big as he once was. He lost a lot of yeah, weight. Yeah. So uh doug i'll try the hot dogs a perfect transcription would be impossible for me i think that's the part that people are pretending like they think that it would be super easy and if you have not transcribed before i you could talk to the most well i have transcribed before i understand that you're vastly you think that you have transcribed perfectly you have not even even i admit it's far different when i'm doing it live it's, it's not, not even just live transcriptions There's a lot of
0: times where I don't know what somebody said if I'm transcribing an interview for something for print. Like I'm not not pretending. I'm not not pretending that that I'm
1: even sometimes where you think your brain just works in a way where you think that you heard something. You assume that you heard it, and if you don't re-listen, literally five times. Prepared to re-listen. It's not like I'm going to be like I'm only
0: watching each of these movies once. That's not what I'm saying. I'll rewind. What I
1: know is that the idea of a one small thing being the difference and me not being let go by these bad ombre, ombres. Oh, the one, if I if I wrote a the where he actually said a and that's the difference, that's how I'm well, losing. Well, that would be pretty
0: dumb of you. I'd rather take it Those upon myself. Those words sound
1: very different. Thank you, Kyle. I'd rather take it upon myself to not, there are no small mistakes that are happening when you're eating 25 hot dogs a day for three days. Yeah, you're, you're not just doing just, it. You're just not doing just it. doing it. No, you're you just do it, not, you're not doing it. Do or do not, there is no try um uh from uh oh steve steve i don't know buddy i know steve at this point in your life i'm not says i'll eat the hot dogs while i'm doing the transcribing no you won't no you won't bud i love you i love you god bless a couple
0: you know i'm having some (laughs) meals (laughs) i don't know i don't know if they're allowed these
1: are bad hombres kyle i don't know if they're allowing you that i don't know if that's the case all right uh continue to get me your responses for would you rather wednesday brought to you by glory days grill we'll dive back into that a little bit later on in the show. Today's program also brought to you by the Stan the Fan Variety Hour. If you missed Stan and Ross catching up with Dave Tremblay on Monday night, you can find it right now, facebook.com slash pressboxsports. Click on the videos tab or by going to pressboxonline.com. Stan's shows is always brought to you by C3 American Exteriors. We come back in. Drew Forrester joins us, and we'll chat with Gavin Sheets, too. That's on the way. It's Glenn Clark Radio from the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Studio.
4: Here, it. Watch out first time the PGA Tour's FedEx Cup Playoffs is coming to Maryland. The top 70 players in the world converge on Cave's Valley Golf Club for the 2021 BMW Championship August 24th through 29th, 2021. Baltimore's iconic and challenging course provides the perfect test as the playoffs heat up. Tickets are now available. Don't miss your chance to watch the drama unfold. Visit bmwchampionship.com today. Glory
1: Days Grill is celebrating their 25th anniversary this month, featuring their 12-ounce Silver Anniversary New York Strip Steak, the Smoky Thigh Wings, a Double Bacon and Cheddar Burger, the Strip Steak Sandwich, Barbecue Chicken Ball, and their Silver Anniversary Turtle Cheesecake. Toast to 25 more years with Glory Days Grill's Silver Anniversary IPA, brewed by Virginia-based brewery Devil's Backbone, and take home a commemorative glass. Celebrate by entering any of their three contests online, win a trip to Devil's Backbone Brewing Company, free wings, or lots of other great prizes. Enter online at glorydaysgrill.com slash 25th anniversary. The 25th anniversary menu is available through June 20th. Come in for great food, good sports, and family fun.
0: C3 American Exteriors is the area's best and most trusted roof and siding specialists. C3 is also an insurance adjuster's worst nightmare and a homeowner's dream come true. With all of the best bad weather chances are you have some roof and siding damage call C3 American Exteriors now to get your roof and siding repairs for the cost of your deductible don't let the insurance industry get one over on you C3 guarantees a 48 hour rapid response call 401-9797 or go to c3america.com for a free analysis
1: the Toyota Tacoma comes in a wide range of models and trim lines you can choose the perfect Toyota to reflect your Unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today.
6: For more than 100 years, Chesapeake Employers Insurance has been helping Maryland businesses keep their workers safe. With competitive pricing and an AM Best, A-minus financial strength rating, it's no surprise that Chesapeake Employers is Maryland's largest writer of workers' comp insurance. At the end of every workday, someone's waiting for your safe return. Connect with your agent or visit ceiwc.com
4: baseball is back in full in 2021 and the bat around has got you covered from bell to bell hi I'm Paul Valley and you can catch me along with my co-host Zach Goodman every Saturday morning from 10 to 12 on the bat around right here at press box sports we'll break down every win every loss and everything in between plus tell you who we take to rake each week as the Orioles look to get back in the hunt and bring competitive baseball back to Baltimore catch us at pressboxonlinecom slash the bat or at facebook.com slash press sports that's the bat around every Saturday morning from 10 to 12 right here at Pressbox Sports. It takes time to get rich flavorful coffee beans from the lush mountain regions of Colombia and Brazil to Royal Farms, but less than a minute to get yourself a delicious hot cup of the finest and freshest coffee in the world because Royal Farms new Swiss-made coffee machines grind those rich flavorful coffee beans and brew them one magnificent cup at a time. It's why Royal Farms makes the freshest and best coffee in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms.
1: This is, is Park Park Radio. Radio. Nothing but men. All right. Back in here on GCR from the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Studio of Press Box. If you've not picked up the new print issue of Press Box yet, get to your neighborhood Royal Farms. Do that today on the cover. Talia Tungavailoa, Maryland quarterback. That print issue is free. Also can be found in any of the hundreds of locations around town where you find Press Box. Go right now and pick it up today. We good? Good morning. Well. Good morning, Drew Forrester. How are you, sir?
2: Yes, sir. I don't have any glasses on. I can't see. And if I wear these, I look like Steven Tyler or something before concerts. I
1: mean, but you look like a lady. Is that is that the? uh, No, I mean, it's amazing that he he like he came up with that song all those years ago, and and then made himself look like a lady over the years. It's really quite remarkable how that went. Um. All right. So so here's the deal. I've gotten plenty of responses. Um. There are a lot of people that have told me already they are in. Five bucks per birdie. For you next week,
2: Go ahead. what you should have you done five dollars for a par. Okay, so you know, this is
1: this is what I want to talk about. Realistically, your expectations for next week—like, do you genuinely believe you can make the cut out Noma? Oh, absolutely. Okay, what do you think the cut is going to be out Noma?
2: Um, I would. Well, it's hard to say until I see the golf course and see. It's just hard to say, but. I think if there isn't any rain and if it stays the way they email us every day with a course update um I haven't received it yet today it usually comes in like now 10 or 11 o'clock um because it's 9 out there or whatever it's an hour behind um but if it's if the golf course stays the way it is now and there's no crazy amounts of rain or anything it's going to be hard it's going to play hard i would say six over for two rounds. Maybe-ish. Okay. Okay.
1: That doesn't, it doesn't, it, it that doesn't sound like a lot of birdies involved.
2: If it's soft. Well, it could be, you could make, you could make four birdies
1: and 10 bogey. He, yeah. I mean, sure you know, it, you, but,
2: yeah. um, if it, if there's any rain and if it dry, if it, if it wets the, you know, gets the green softer, could be more like four over maybe it, but based on what everyone has told me and the limited amount, I've been there obviously, but I've talked to a lot of people who, played in the event in 2013 they all say it's very difficult very hilly so I think probably six over but I'm I'm just gonna go try to shoot whatever I can shoot yeah I get that so, Add them
1: up so what do you think if, if you if you were setting a line and I know you you're never involved in gambling in your life it's it's something that you know nothing about but what if, do you mean setting a line what's that if, mean? if you yeah right if you were setting the line for your number of birdies what would you be setting at
2: Oh, boy. That's a good question. Um, hmm. Well, I'd like to make two or three a day. That would be awesome. I mean,
1: that sounds like. I mean, <laughs> we're talking about 10 birdies then, right? I
2: mean, I, I, yeah, there are three par fives. There are also five par threes. So the setup is a little different than normal. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I I would like to think I can make four or five or six birdies. I mean, who knows? All right, but
1: so so we're talking about you know twenty twenty five bucks that people
2: are gonna have to donate right. to the helping up mission. That doesn't Absolutely. let's do and if it. I, and if I make five, they throw in another twenty.
1: Oh, you're saying if you get if you make it the five birdies, you're asking people to round it up. Then why don't we just say if you make five, then it's fifty bucks. I love it. If if Drew makes Perfect. five, if he makes Perfect. five, in in the spirit of that. You guys round up and donate 50 bucks to the Helping Up Mission. All I need you to do right now is tweet me, say, I'm in. That's it. At Glenn Clark Radio, tweet me, say, I'm in. That's what I need you to do. And then we'll let you know the number afterwards. Uh, as I said already, Tim from Bel Air is in for $20 a birdie. He said, I'm, I'm doing 20 bucks a birdie that Drew makes out there. Tim,
2: Tim see me play. <laughs> He's Tim's, like, pretty, Tim's pretty comfortable.
1: Yeah, he wants to make sure he at least donates 20 bucks. He <laughs> in that neighborhood um and we'll let you know what the number is and we're gonna ask again we're fine with you donating directly to their operational budget we would prefer if you would donate it we'll set up a paypal or a venmo so that we can go out and purchase things for the folks at helping up mission that would be our preferable way for you to go about doing this it went work great uh, uh last december that we were able to go out and uh, and purchase some things that they needed so we would like to do that again if possible but we'll deal with that more uh, how you handling this? Did you have, how much how much have you played? How good are you feeling? How much is like I I cannot believe that you're actually spending your Monday with Bernard Longer. I-, I I are you are you gonna make the Coke joke? Like exactly how do you how are you gonna handle this when you're we're standing with those guys next week?
2: I haven't thought about it yet. I'm playing with him on Monday and Tuesday. Actually, he doesn't. I don't know if he knows yet wait, that he's wait, playing with. Wait, wait, also what? On Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, it's but anyway, um. I haven't played much because I've been practicing. So I, you know, I, I I literally, I think if I think about it since that Monday that I got in, I think I've played one full 18 hole round. No, sorry. Two full 18 hole rounds of golf and two nine hole rounds and the rest I've just practiced, which is fine. I mean, that's, by my own design. What, I,
1: and what is practiced? I, I, honest to God, I have no idea. I guess I don't. Um, just not, range
2: mostly or just short game, 20 okay. yards, 40 yards. Like I've been out there for two hours today, just hitting wedges, 20 yards, 40 yards, 60 yards, 80 yards. I went to Kays Valley over the weekend and practiced Had an awesome time on the uh, practice on the putting green there because the green speed is very similar. To what I'm going to see in Omaha. Um, so I haven't really played much golf. i um, I do have something to play in tomorrow afternoon at my club. That's a, a a club event that I'm signed up for, and that'll be the last time I play till Sunday. What
1: What's the reason why that's better than just playing around the golf?
2: Um, because there, because the things that I need to work on or the things that I need to do there well, I might only encounter those a couple of times you know, regular around the round okay. of golf. Yeah, four or five times. Yeah, I get it. But there if I encounter them each four or five times, I need to really be sharp because a lot of those are scoring opportunities, either trying to hit it close to make a birdie or trying to save par. So okay. right. I, I've really worked a lot on my short game. All right. I should mention and, I, and by the way, that's kind of what everyone told me too. I One of the right. first things I did when I got in is I talked to four or five different people, a couple of guys from this area who had been in before, and then a couple of the tour pros and everyone said the same thing don't play a lot of golf, do a lot of walking. So I've been doing a lot of walking and work on your short game, work on your short game, work on your short game. So I listen to them. As uh,
1: as Drew mentioned, Caves, I should point out, the PGA Tours, top 70 golfers are coming to Baltimore to compete in the 2021 BMW Championship at Caves Valley Golf Club. Secure your tickets right now by going to bmwchampionship.com. Um, is, is there anything that, like, you're – nerves are you feeling any of that are you feeling any of like genuine i i, I don't know what it's going to be like when i actually stand there on thursday and i'm playing in the u.s open like are you feeling any of that right now or is this such like a playing in what the u.s senior open i'm not sure if you heard that's what you're playing <laughs> in next week or, or is this so ridiculous that you're doing this that like you almost can't have any of that because you know who cares if you go out and you shoot fourteen over over the course of two rounds and you got to go home.
2: All right. I mean, so I guess the short answer is I haven't really felt that. I've I've been very anxious to get to get everything organized on my end to go, and um, I have a newfound respect for guys who do this every week and have to shuttle themselves all over the country and play in these events. And it's a now granted they have a manager. Someone to do that for them I and mean, the top guys, right? Really, right. I've been doing it all myself, yeah. but yeah. Ethan's pretty good.
1: Yeah, I mean, seriously, you just haven't had him do all of it yeah. for you at this right.
2: point, right? Um, so I'm, I, I'm, I'm not nervous about playing golf out there. I, I'm sure, or as the day gets closer, I'm, I'll feel something. If if you're not, if you don't feel it, I mean, I, I would assume Jim Furyk feels it. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Maybe maybe he just stands up here and hits it. But um, I have definitely convinced myself already that I've won right no matter you know you just I, I, I won i made it i'm gonna go play in it i'm gonna have a good time um i'm with some my family's there which is number one priority i'm bringing my a very very good dear friend of mine in from florida the caddy for me thank you drew i appreciate
1: ball. you inviting me out there i don't know if i'll be able and, to make it
2: and um you know i'm looking forward to it i hope i get to do it again but if not i'm gonna make the best out of it that i can and i'm gonna have a great time and. Um, if, so if, not, if, it goes like, if
1: it's just not your week, right? Like, will right. you be able on Friday, will you be able to laugh about it and make fun of yourself? Or will you be like, would, would we not want to talk to you when it's over, when, when the round ends on Friday?
2: Oh, you, I mean, I'm going to be disappointed if I don't play well. That's, yeah. There's no question about that, but I mean, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to drive off the road. In right fairness, I don't
1: typically want to talk to you on any Friday. So it's, right, no no a lot of
2: poor golf in my life. Yeah. <laughs> so fair you know like i tell all my kids at coward hall whenever they hit a bad shot and they stand there and for what it's worth i I
1: have not i have not played much poor golf in my life so i got that over you just keep that in mind
2: you're all (laughs) you're always you know you're always three shots away from having a bad round because it's just the way golf is so but i mean i'm I'm, i want to play well i don't i don't i don't want to go out there and not play well but i also understand it's golf and the golf course is difficult and I have to see. You know, I'm at a little bit of a disadvantage because I've never seen the blade, never seen the golf course. If I, if I were playing this event at, and I'll just use caves as an example. Right. If I were, if I were playing this event at caves, um, I would probably feel a lot different going into it because I know the place. This place, I have no idea what I'm about to encounter and whether or not it fits well with what I do well. So I hear you. that, That does kind of play a role into it a little bit. Is you know, I have certain strengths in my game. And I have weaknesses. And if the golf course fits like Argyle, where I qualified, really, really fit my strengths. Um, And if this place fits my strengths, I could do well. And if it doesn't, then I'm going to have to, you know, I'm going to have to play really, really well. So we'll see.
1: All right. Where are you with the – I've been talking the last couple of days where the Orioles go on the road. They win two games in Houston. And it's this weird anomaly and sort of neat, but I am absolutely at the part of the season where – I can't even like enjoy watching the Orioles win a baseball game. Like it's it's there's just no benefit for it to me. And I'm not it's not I I don't know that I would say that it's an openly rooting against thing as much as it's just I it's it it's such a weird anomaly. I can't even think that it's fun necessarily. Where are you with watching the Orioles win weird baseball games in Houston the next last couple of nights?
2: Well, the weirdest thing is they um the lineup they've tried out there the last two nights is I, I've never seen anything like it. It's it's like a minor league group of guys. Yeah. It's incredible that they've won with these guys. Now, you know, obviously Mullins is having a really good year. Um, but I mean Mount and Mount Castle hitting wise, and actually defensively, he's been okay the last couple of nights, but hitting-wise, Mount Castle is fine. I don't think they're ever gonna have a real bona fide position for him in in the in the field when it's all said and done but i it's remarkable they could win any games with this lineup now that said it's baseball and the other team doesn't try two nights a week but it's pretty crazy they can win with this with this group of guys it's weird
1: i don't disagree yeah. that it's it's weird but like are, are you do you
2: enjoy it i watched it last night i watched like, it until the top of the ninth okay i i was so comfortable last night when they were ahead um, whatever it was, nine three going into the ninth. I even went to bed. I I said there is no possible way we could squander. I mean, they it. tried
1: to bl- they tried to blow a five run lead in the ninth I know. The night before. Uh, I, I know.
2: Well, they had runners. On the, they had runners on the second, third. And no the
1: doubt, end. man. Well, when Altuve went on Monday night, when Altuve hit the ball, I said, "Oh, they they lo- they did it. They lost." Like when he was off his right. bat, they found out a way to blow a five run lead in the ninth. Now, right. as it happens, it it fell you know five feet short. Of uh hitting the wall and so they were able to survive. But off the bat, I had accepted it and it was I, like it 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 moved me in no way. It was oh, this was of course the next thing that was gonna happen in the Orioles season, which was them blowing a five run lead in the bottom of the ninth inning. Of course that was next on the list. Yes.
2: Right. So they have I'm just checking real quick, or you can do it I they either have twenty five or twenty six wins right now, right? They are twenty five, I think. Twenty-six wins. They're twenty-six and fifty-four, according to Drew's Morning Dish. Mm, um,
1: that is not a trustworthy source. But they yeah. are. But they are twenty-six <laughs> they, and fifty-four.
2: So they have eighty games. So they're, tonight's the halfway point. So they could be halfway to fifty-four wins. And then the question, of course, is: 52. Can they? No. If they win tonight,
1: they, they'd be halfway ah, to fifty-four that's wins. That's Kyle, that's come on! I didn't trust
2: Can that. they? Can they duplicate that in the second half? And you would think they could because they lost. Whatever they lost yeah, in a row. They
1: lost 20 games in a row or whatever. Yeah, correct. I mean, I, and, I hear
2: you. I just, but but what if they dump some of these guys at the deadline? But who are they going to be able to dump,
1: honestly? Like, I mean, you're talking about the scenario where they just get rid of some— where they just do something insane, like just get rid Dylan of— Dylan Tate's pitched well recently. Th- like, nobody's trading for Dylan Tate. That, that's not a thing. You no, you cannot get something for Dylan Tate. Nobody's taking— They're going to trade it for fry They'll attempt to trade Fry. That's that's the one thing that they could probably you could probably get something for Paul Fry. And to the point that you're, I'm, I'm sure you're trying to make Drew. Could you could you just take something and get rid of Trey Mancini? You could. I don't believe they're going to do that.
2: Yeah, and, I don't think he's going to garner much. And that's real the point. Right. right. The point. If you now, could
1: if you could get some serious value for him, I think they'd love to trade him. But I just don't think you can get serious value for Trey Mancini. And because you can't, I just don't see them doing.
2: it. Right. I saw someone the other day suggest that they should at least dangle Mullins out there to see what they could get for him, and then make a decision. I, I I'm so numb to all of this <laughs> to this losing. I I wouldn't rule anything out. So like, so I'm, I'm certainly I'm, not right. saying I'm by no means am I saying they should trade Cedric Mullins. But I am saying if someone called and said. Hey, we like that kid. Here's what we have. If I were the Orioles, I would say, "Well, oh, send that over to me. Right. And let me
1: look at it." So I so to your point, I, I absolutely 100 by all means, find out, you know, go go the make a phone call. MO
0: for any sort but, of front office, But right? the
1: notion that a guy that was not scouted as being a difference maker who's had 3 months and again, 3 unbelievable months. Like I'm not trying to, you know, undersell. He's had right three now, yeah. historically great months but the notion that other teams in baseball take a guy that they didn't scout that way who's had three really good months and say all of a sudden well we know confidently that he's this guy moving forward is so slim that i don't see that either i don't think you I'll can agree. i don't but think I'm you just, can get saying, but sure yes by I all means
2: i mean you know based on what you've seen and again you know how this goes next year they're going to have a book on this kid and their pitchers will treat him differently you know he's really only has one he only has one real obvious flaw and that is he just doesn't have a good arm. But other than that, there there doesn't appear to be anything he can't do. He hits with power, he hits to the opposite field, he puts the ball in play, mm-hmm. he's got speed, he's very good defensively. He no, just doesn't no question. throw well, but yeah, I mean, he does he, not
1: he does not have an arm. There is yeah, no debate but, about it. But that.
2: other than that, he 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 looks I don't want to say flawless because that sounds like we're worshipping him but he no, he's he been, looks he's like he can do a lot of correct. really good things.
1: He's been unbelievable. I mean
2: and it, I, I I think on the surface obviously he he I've always I've said this all year about Mountcastle again. His blemishes clearly not very good defensively, but I'm telling you when you see that kid swing the bat, yeah, he's legit. he he really really looks like he knows what he's doing and I I think he is a perennial 30 30 35 110 guy if he's healthy. You know, and because he he can hit. A kid can hit.
1: I mean, there's no debate, no debate about it. But I just I find it difficult right now. I think that's a next year at this time conversation.
2: I, I would agree more
1: than it is a, a right and if now. If Means
2: wouldn't have been hurt, they would have had the potential to. No, one hundred percent right. He, he, they're not going to get anything.
1: It's going to be very. De- they can't get. They can't get what you need in order to make that trade. Right,
2: really. and he could. He could. You could trade him in July. Yep. He could make three more starts and say my shoulder hurts, not pitch again the rest of the year, and then win twenty three games next year.
1: Yeah, no question. For a no, real team, I mean, no.
2: if he got traded, there right. would be no reason right. for the Orioles to to dump him now because I don't think you're getting anywhere near what you would have got for him if he was eleven and three right now with a two point three one ERA. You you could back up the brakes truck with some team uh, like the Blue Jays or the Yankees who would really pay, overpay for him yep. no one's going to overpay for john means right
1: now. yeah because he's coming off an injury i don't disagree okay. with that i don't disagree with it at all all right uh drew forrester is with us today's show is also brought to you by c3 american exteriors you um don't let the insurance industry get one over on you call c3 mm-hmm. to get roof and siding repairs for just the cost of your home insurance deductible 410-401-9797 Or go to C3America.com for a free analysis. So Drew, I was thinking about this and and feeling like maybe you might have some nerves going into playing in the U.S. Senior Open next week. And so I said, you know what I want to do? I want to call somebody that knows a thing or two about making a big debut and see if maybe they could give you some advice about how to handle nerves because they clearly handled them quite well. So joining us now here on Glenn Clark Radio is a man who had no problem with his nerves last night when he made his major league debut for the Chicago White Sox. It's a pleasure to welcome into the program Baltimore Zone, Pride of Gilman. Gavin Sheets is with us this morning here on GCR. Gavin, it's Glenn and Kyle and Drew Forrester. It's great to chat with you. Congratulations on an amazing debut, and thank you for taking the time for us this morning.
7: Uh, Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. It's always a pleasure to be on with you guys. It's great to
1: chat with you. So, Drew, you, you've got a bit of a history with Gavin Sheets, correct?
2: <laughs> well, he texted me at 1.30 in the morning. I'm sorry I didn't get back to you,
1: pal.
7: <laughs> I'll forgive you on that one.
1: <laughs> Wait a second. How did, you, you chose to text Drew. How many texts did you have on your phone last night, and you still chose to text Drew?
7: I, I did. I, I tried to get to everybody. Um, Drew's always been great to me. We've got a great relationship with him. So when I saw him reach out to me, I, I had to get back to him, man. I can't believe
2: uh, this. I, I, I was, um, we were, we were at Tuesday night men's league at Eagle's nest last night. And I was hanging around watching TV and I saw you were, you were making your debut and I sent you a text in the game. I didn't expect you to answer <laughs> that one, by the way. Um,
7: no, I don't think I was going to answer that one. But
2: we, uh, we tried to get it on the T V and we couldn't. So I got to my major league, went to try to major league, you know, go to all the streaming things. But uh really proud of you, pal, man. That was an awesome way to start. You're hey, you could end right now and you're a career five hundred hitter. <laughs> that's right. Might
1: might might choose to stick it out anyway though. Might choose. Yeah, I'm
7: gonna I'm gonna try to see this one out a little bit longer. Oh,
2: hey man, that's so awesome that um that you joined it. Join the show today and we're all proud of you man it's uh you and i've had a lot of good conversations about this day i know your dad is really proud obviously yeah absolutely. And, um, i remember i just uh, sent something to your facebook page and i remember saying to your dad once at, at uh, the golf tournament in deep creek i remember saying when you were like 15 or 16 i said so is he good enough to play in the major someday and you're, you know your dad he's like if he works hard enough, absolutely. If he doesn't, he, he, he can go get a real job somewhere. Um, but I, I could tell in his voice, like, he he knew you could do it. And um, I know you guys have had a great relationship. So I'm happy for both of you guys. It's awesome.
7: I appreciate that. Thank you.
1: Gavin, you, you of course, and, and we've talked a couple of times over the years, and including back when you got drafted and – I know you've dreamed this dream for a long time. Um, wh- what is it? What is it like when you live it in comparison to the way that you probably dreamed about it over the years?
7: Man, it was—it's uh, tough to put into words. Last night, I mean, if you told me in 2017 when I was drafted that I was going to be making my debut in right field, I would have said you're crazy. Right. Um, right. <laughs> but to, to go out there and um, just the way the team rallied around me going into the game—you um, know. Uh, LaRusso pulled me into his office and you know just calmed me down gave me some gave me some advice and um, you know and then getting out there and and getting the first hit out of the way in the first at bat was was huge because then I just uh, I just enjoyed the game I I felt free and easy and um, just tried to keep telling myself this is the game I've been playing for for 25 years and um, the crowd was incredible and to, to be playing against a division rival and getting the win—that was that was probably the best part of it all. Um, so it was just uh, just an awesome night.
1: Uh, two hits last night, a double, two RBI, scored a run. Just uh, not, get get the win. It couldn't have gone much better. As Gavin Sheets is with us here on Glenn Clark Radio. Gavin, what did you keep? What did you keep from last night? Uh, I assume I, I didn't I didn't see, but I assume they did the trick where they they pretended like they tossed the ball into the stands after you got the first hit. <laughs> Um, did, did you know that it was a trick or were you genuinely nervous when it happened and what all were you able to keep from the game?
7: Luckily, I didn't even I, – I, I did see after the game that the guy that got the ball faked through it into the stands. Um, I'm happy he didn't do that, but I got the lineup card um, signed by Larusa, and then I've got my first RBI and first base hit ball. That's so um, cool. So I've got some stuff that, that i obviously cherish forever. Um, so it's uh, pretty cool to have these things to, to remember this night with. What are the plans? Oh, go ahead. Jay.
2: How did you um, how did you tell your dad? I mean, what go through go through that because that's got to be one of the great calls. Like, I know when I texted my wife when I made it last two weeks ago in the Senior Open, like that text I'll never forget, and that call Absolutely. had to be awesome, right?
7: Yeah, I I I did a uh, a group Facetime with my family. Um, they all hopped on, so they knew something was up when when they first got on the group call, um, but. I mean, just seeing the excitement in, in all their their faces was was special enough. Um, you know, obviously I, I was excited, but but to see the excitement that they had and um, that that was really cool. So he was obviously excited. He was he was tuned in last night, and um, it, it was just uh, an awesome moment.
1: Do you have plans for the balls? You get you get these two balls from last night. Do you have like you know something in mind that you're gonna do with them? Just you know, throw them in a drawer somewhere and figure it out
7: down the road. I, I, I'm not sure yet. They they put them in a glass case for me, um, so that was nice. So they they kind of did the hard work for me. So I think I'll just <laughs> put them up in the shelf and um, probably get this lineup card framed.
2: What was the pitch that you had?
7: It was a splitter. Um, I knew I knew my Ada had been mixing a lot of stuff, and uh, he's got a really good splitter. He throws the lefties, and uh, fortunately, he left one up in the zone to me, and I was able to to get the first one out of the way to left field.
2: All right, we gotta, does the, go, does ahead. the catcher does the catcher know it's your first at bat when you walk up there?
7: He did. The catcher and the umpire both knew. Um they both congratulated me on just just making the debut and um you know the the whole honestly the whole infield for the twins once I got the base hit was was incredible. Um, you know, every awesome. going to second, shortstop and second both congratulated me. Um Donaldson congratulated me at third base. So so that was really cool just seeing the, the respect from from everyone on the field. Um, now for, that
2: for you're a major leaguer, I get two shots side. <laughs> 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 we'll,
1: we'll, we'll see about that. <laughs> how many times, right, how many times you played over the years, Drew, you and, you and Gavin, how many times? A couple
2: times. Yeah, we played a couple Once We played once for sure in deep Creek. He was 16. Yep. He was hitting it by me then. So, uh, <laughs> um, a very good. Gavin's a great athlete. Very good. Very good. Uh, golfer.
1: Gavin you you know I I joked about this that that we were having you on because you know Drew's playing in the US Senior Open next week and obviously nerves were no issue for you so we we need a little advice from <laughs> Drew how how did you just take me through how did you handle like trying to be cool about it and like I'm supposed to be here this this isn't weird I'm a baseball player like how did you handle all of that as the day was unfolding yesterday
7: Yeah I think the biggest thing for me that you know advice I got Gavin, you there?
1: It. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, we yeah. lost you there for a second.
7: Was uh, just the advice I got from everyone in the clubhouse and my dad and was just to embrace it. You know, don't try to act like this is something that happens every day. Um, you know, a, a debut only happens once in a lifetime. and um, Just embrace the moment. Enjoy every single second of it. And that's what I did. Um, I just tried to have fun with it. Tried to take it all in. And, you know, getting that hit first at bat really eased the nerves in terms of you know just baseball wise um but you know just the whole day I just I just tried to take in every moment and enjoy it
2: now that you now that you had a great debut you know you can go into the skipper today and say hey skip I don't know if you've looked at the calendar but um next weekend we're actually in baltimore <laughs>
7: <laughs> we, we are <laughs> I'd, I'd be lying if I'd say that I, I haven't had that weekend circled for for all offseason to try to to try to be on the team for that. And um, man, what what a what a special day that would be if I was still on the team and and able to be playing in Baltimore. In man,
1: week. I mean, could, could you even imagine? Could you even? Ima- I mean, there would be there would be six thousand Gavin Sheets fans in the stands. <laughs> <laughs> it, it
7: would be it, it would be a dream come true. Um, that would be you know extremely. An extremely special moment. Um and uh, you know, I obviously I I can't see the future. I don't know what you know, I don't know how long my time here is gonna be right now. I don't know what, what's in the plans. Um all I can do is just go out and perform and, and try to help this team win. But you know if that if I do get to go to Baltimore and play there, that would be uh oh man, that would be special.
2: Well I'd love to be there, but I'm hoping that I miss <laughs> I'm hoping you're not there too. Uh, I'm hoping you're
1: making some birdie putts oh man you um you know were you thinking about that at all last night like you're like i bet i better i better get two hits a game i better make sure that i force my way <laughs> to stay on the roster so i can still be there in baltimore next weekend
7: no luckily that was the last thing on my mind but uh you know i'm, I'm hoping that those two hits will will help my case They'll a go a bit. long
1: way <laughs> to making sure you keep your spot I, I you know what it really does fascinate me gavin like do, do, when you get there do you go around introducing yourself to everybody, or do you do you try to like wait for them to come to you? you don't want to seem like a a kid that's too thirsty to be there like how do you handle like walking I'm sure some of the guys you've known from coming up through the system, but
7: yeah. like how do you
1: handle all of that when you get there and you know you see some of the biggest stars in baseball that are now your teammates
7: sure i mean the the nice thing is, is that um you know we have spring training together, so i'm I was on the big league club in spring training, which is nice, so you already have kind of a base relationship with them okay um but the biggest thing for me was just just to come into the clubhouse and you know just be quiet and uh get my work in and you know speak when spoken to and and not not overstep the boundaries of the rookie um but everybody was was fantastic I mean you know Tim Anderson and the bray all these guys were you know the stars of the game were were welcoming me and uh just telling me to enjoy every second so that that was awesome um you know Grendahl pulled me into the video room to go over some stuff about the starting pitcher so. Just seeing the way those guys rallied around me and, and took me under the wing on the first day was was pretty special.
2: Well, all I can say is this: if you are not in the lineup tonight and you don't go into that office and say, "Hey, Skip, you two hits last night." Boston. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> well, hang on, we got to we
1: got to know about the right field thing. So, so you you've obviously you've been sort of a first baseman for a long time. Tell me about the right field thing. Had you had you spent time out there at all? Like what? How did that come about? Do you do you think you could stay in right field if if that's what's necessary?
7: Yeah, so um in the off season they, they contacted me and you know kind of a joint effort to say, you know, when you have an M V P at first base you, you kinda of look around and say, Okay, what can I do to get into this lineup? Um, and so we, we collectively decided to to make the move to to outfield, um, just add that in and so you know, I trained differently, I prepared myself to be able to play out there and um, to see all that hard work come to fruition, and um, I've played about 20 games out there so far in AAA. It's been about 50-50 split with first base and outfield, and uh, to get out there and, and to make my debut in right field was was really cool, because um, there's a lot of work into it in this past year to, to, to get prepared to go out there and, um, you know, to get out there, and that's where I made my debut was was pretty cool to see it all that's awesome uh, there. that's awesome yeah
1: you know i guess jose Brady was probably not just going to cede the position to you just say hey man you're no. here
7: now go ahead
1: it's, it's yeah your, no i don't, it's I don't your think spot so. and <laughs> yeah, normally not the way that it works you no know,
2: we do this we do this thing at our tuesday morning fellowship group where every once in a while somebody will get up and tell their story um has got a pretty cool story to tell now <laughs> I, can, I can, think of a, you know, when you go back home, like my kids have to go back to school in September and say, what did they do this summer? Gavin, you'll be able to pr- uh, give us a pretty good one of those uh, by December. Like, here's what I did this summer. I played uh, in the a major leagues. That's, that,
7: that's for sure. It'll be, it'll be one I'll be excited to tell. <laughs>
1: oh man, that's so cool. Uh, Gavin, dude, we're so happy for you, man. Let uh, Let me make sure. Um, people can follow you Twitter and Instagram. Remind me, it's clean sheets twenty. Uh twenty four, correct? Yeah. Yes. Clean Sheets twenty four on Twitter. Is it the same thing on Instagram? Uh it's just G Sheets twenty four on Instagram. G Sheets twenty four on Instagram. Dude, I can only imagine what uh next weekend would be like and just, oh, how, man, just awesome. how crazy it would be. Gavin, congratulations. I mean, it's just an awesome story to see you work your way and to have earned it at every every turn to get this opportunity. Now, may the next time we talk to you, we'd be talking to you about like, you know, being an all star next year or something along those <laughs> lines. I hope right? so.
7: I hope so, but I appreciate you guys having me on as always. Gavin,
1: congratulations. Proud of uh, you, buddy. Gavin Sheets uh, in the Chicago White Sox uh, made his Major League debut last night. Of course, uh, the pride of Gilman, uh, the son of the great Larry Sheets. And for some reason, he actually likes spending time with Drew, which makes no sense to me whatsoever. I'll never understand that. He's Uh, an awesome kid, man. Yeah, what a cool story, right? He is an
2: awesome, awesome kid. What I'm telling you, as a as a guy, hard to beat this man. He is really a super solid person.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome, phenomenal. man. Yeah, I, I, I sound like you're you're breaking a little bit, man. I sound it, it, You got you got tears in no, your he's eyes.
2: Just a phenomenal. He's just a phenomenal kid. I man. hear you. He does everything right. Um, he's has no ego about him whatsoever. He's just a right. You know, he shows up at the Ashland Cafe on Tuesday mornings, just like everybody else, gets a coffee and. Bowl of oatmeal, and we sit around and talk, and he's just an awesome guy. That's it's awesome. incredible.
1: That's really cool. Really cool. and very happy for him and appreciate him taking the time. I know it's uh, he's he's very much in demand after making his Major League debut last night. All right, let me squeeze in one with you for Would You Rather Wednesday brought to you by Glory Days Grill before I let you go, all right? Um, uh, would You Rather, the uh, a baseball fairy has offered you the opportunity to just pick up Jacob deGrom and put him on the Orioles or – to pick up Shohei Ohtani and put him on the Orioles, which would you rather?
2: I think for a variety of reasons, you would say Ohtani. Mm-hmm. Have you seen what he's done the last fifteen games? I mean, he's I he's arguably I, the
1: best. I hear you, but ever, he maybe. doesn't have a zero five zero ERA. Two five
2: two will do. Well, it doesn't matter because then every other game he plays, he helps. Yeah. Uh, have you seen what he's done the last fifteen games? Unreal. I,
1: I think it, I think his it's entertainment, never been done in
2: the history of baseball. It's I, incredible.
1: I hear you, and I think his entertainment value is so high that we're you know we're ignoring the other thing. Jacob Degrom might be the best pitcher okay. in the history of the sport. But you're sport. talking about
0: maybe adding the third best hitter and the sixth best pitcher in Otani. I mean, he's not the
1: sixth best pitcher. He's not. I mean, he's, he's really good. There. I'm not saying he's not really good. He's up good. There. He's not two the
0: sixth five best three best ERA with probably ten strikeouts per nine. That'll do. Here's
2: a stat. You ready? Yeah. He's he has 49 extra base hits
1: this year. No, trust me. He's allowed I allowed 39.
0: Yeah. You know
2: how many hits he's allowed?
1: 39. I, it's it's remarkable. I, nobody's <laughs> debating that it's remarkable. And He's also I, younger. How much younger is he?
0: Uh, probably a couple of years. How old is Jacob DeGrom? I'd say probably 27 if I had to guess. 31? No, he's no, definitely he's not younger 31. Than that. Yeah, he's definitely not 31. Tony's
1: 26, DeGrom. Oh my god. DeGrom's 33. All right, never mind. Never mind. If I had known that, this never would have been the question. Sorry. Yeah,
2: like, I thought Degrom was in his start Yeah. His.
1: If I had known that, I definitely thought Degrom was younger than he is. And
2: by the way, I think what he's doing is—I mean, it is historic and it's unbelievable. I don't think I don't think he's going to finish the year with a sub-one ERA. I don't. I just don't. <sighs> I do think there'll be a game where he gives up five by accident.
1: Yeah, but I don't know.
2: what, what he's done is—I mean, never been done before.
1: It's, 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 a, it's absurd. It's
0: utterly unheard of. I don't even know how to navigate Shohei Ohtani's baseball reference page. Like, where do I find his pitching stats? Oh, yeah, because they leave They
2: changed through. the rules because of DeGrom this year. It's, they won't say that, but they did. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. DeGrom's
1: unbelievable, but Ohtani is.
0: They're like,
2: all right, we can't have this guy with a no 0.3 how, how? What do we do?
1: right how do we fix that that's not it, it can't be allowed i understand what you're saying all right again i i subtract the question now that i know that he's 33 years old because it A uh, 100 right. there's no argument for it then so i i apologize for not checking that beforehand i genuinely thought jacob degrom was still in his 20s 258 era 82 he's, strikeouts in 59 and a third innings. nobody's saying he's bad nobody's saying that but What's you're in in Tommy
2: John arm by the way yeah
1: Jacob Degrom. Well, both of them do, by the way. Ja- yeah, that's true. Jacob Degrom is is uh, honest to God, maybe having the greatest season in the history of pitching.
2: And when it's does he just pitch again, Degrom tonight, tomorrow.
1: Uh. You know, Tani maybe it? is having the greatest yeah. season
0: in the history of baseball. Well, no, but well, I, like, how do I, you define I, it's it? So right?
1: di- it's the most unique season in the history of baseball. And I don't. I won't disagree with that. All right. Uh, what's coming up at Drew's Morning Dish?
2: Um. You know, we're on a day-to-day. We're kind of on day-to-day right now. But we got stuff. I mean, Mark Suchi wrote a great piece today about Eddie Murray. Um, I wrote a little bit about um, – I wrote about Gavin today, actually. Um That's pretty funny. And, um you know, we're just kind of taking it day by day, and I'll be re- reporting, if you want to call it that, from uh, Omaha. And I'll be writing. I'll be watching somehow or another the Orioles or something. I haven't really followed the soccer much. I did see the – end of the Denmark. It's been
1: insane. It's been insane. Yeah. This has it, been, I, honest as a, as a neutral observer, I mean, I root for Italy, but as a neutral observer, this has been maybe the wildest week of soccer I've ever seen.
2: Yeah. It's been, I mean, the ending of the France game was obviously completely insane. Right. Um, the German coach, again, picking his nose and putting it in his mouth for the <laughs> second be bad time on time. national TV. It is. Uh, Incredible. It's funny. It's funny. I mean, that was-
1: yeah, and I didn't care at all about the Ukraine. I mean, I that that match I had zero interest in yesterday. The first match, you know, Germany, England, I was all in for The second match I had zero interest in. It was phenomenal. It yeah, was no, it's outstanding.
2: Been, I mean, it's a really, really good primer for the World Cup, right? Like, yep. it gets your blood going a little for the World Cup. I think the U.S. based on the new, uh, the new protocol for for getting into the World Cup, I, I feel like they're kind yeah, of fairly only safe. The high lock. Yeah. yeah, but it does warm you now for what's coming in the fall, where they play. They're going to now play what ten games in ten months? Yeah, not even not eight months. Um, they're going to play ten games in eight months to decide who who gets in. Um, I I've, it, it, this is going to be a really if you're if if you're a soccer fan. The next 12 months are your dream. Yep, yeah. yep,
1: no doubt. No I doubt. don't
2: know how much we care about the Gold Cup that's coming up in a mm. couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, I mean, it just depends on who they send, right? Like, it just depends on what roster they, they, they put oh, they're
2: Well, they're not sending the A-line.
1: Right, and I know that, but, like, I, it really does depend. Like, I, there are a couple of players that if they send, it'll make it pretty interesting, right? Like, I don't—you say they're not sending the a lineup, You're right about that, but I think there's a couple of those guys that they could end be up—
2: some- a, like they still have a serious issue at at the forward position. Right. They have right. not figured out yet who the guy is up top. Is it Sargent? Is it Zardis? Yep. Are they going to trot that other goof out the door out of them, out of mothballs and let him try again? Um, What role, where are they really finally going to fixate? Where are they finally going to play Pulisic? Is he going to play inside, outside? Um, You know, is this... They they obviously really like LeJet. Is he is he gonna make it? Yep. I, I, there are some there are some things about the Gold Cup and, and I still say, I said this to you a month ago. I, I think they have a very serious issue and, and goal. I don't mean serious issue. No, it's, it's, I yeah, think they have a real It's dilemma. an actual
1: controversy. I understand what you're saying, and I I don't disagree with that. I think it is an actual controversy. And yeah. I I think they're going to I think they're going to give Zach Stefan preferential treatment, but I don't think they can ignore it. I, I mean, I I think Horvath will be in the mix. I think that yeah, they'll, I do too. you know, I think they'll give him a chance to play a little bit more. And at some point, they might make an awkward decision. But I don't. I I think that they will they will publicly say it's still Stefan one A at this. I, point. I would
2: agree. Yeah. I would say he's the incumbent, right? And they will. And he didn't go do he him. didn't
1: do anything to lose his job. He didn't do anything that would, would cause him to lose the job. It's just when, when the other kid came in and did what he did in that spot. Right. It it makes you think like, wouldn't you want that guy to be playing in other big spots? So
2: And in fairness, they Stefan hasn't really done much on the stage because he hasn't had the ability the the opportunity to do it on the stage right. because he came in in a, in a dead period.
1: Yep, exactly right. So
2: we exactly haven't right. really seen him play six games that matter.
1: Yep, yep, hundred percent.
2: Really matter. All
1: right, At it's a hooded four iron on Twitter. That's how you follow him. Uh, I guess we'll probably not be doing this next week. I don't know. Can you can you call in for two minutes next week, or are you too busy?
2: Um, it's fine. We're not going to be. We, you know, we won't be offended. I'll have to look at my schedule. And see, because right. I. I am playing each day, yeah. but I'll, I'll check in with you. All right,
1: all right. We'll look forward to that. And, again, uh, Ben from San Francisco just told me he's in. I need the rest of you. Get in. $5 a birdie, and if he makes 5 then we're going to up it to $50. bucks. All right? That's what we're going to do to benefit the helping up mission. Uh, uh, enjoy it, man. Appreciate you. Thanks for taking the time, as always. Appreciate you. See
2: you, boys.
1: Drew Forrester, DrewsMorningDish.com. Um, so he's headed out to Omaha coming up here on Friday, I believe, is when he's leaving to get out there for the U.S. Senior Open. And very cool that uh, Gavin Sheets was able to spend a couple of minutes with us this morning as well after his Major League debut last night. That was very neat. Today's show also brought to you by Grade 8's Memorabilia. They've got a return. We were just talking about Jimmy's earlier with Joey Chestnut. I think that's, by the way, I think those wheels are in motion. Well, it should be. Sent some texts. Uh, let me just double check. I think this... Oh, nope, still haven't heard back from Joey. I need to hear back from Joey. But uh, the wheels are in motion. They want to make it happen. But until that occurs, there are other wonderful reasons for you to be at Jimmy's, like, for example, this return to training camp party and crab feast with Tyus Bowser that's coming up on July 25th to benefit Casey Cares. Get your tickets right now by going to great That's the number 8, great8smemorabilia.com, to find out more. It's coming up July 25th. We're not that far away from uh, training camp getting underway and the return to training camp party at Jimmy's with Great Eights Memorabilia to benefit Casey Cares. Again, GreatEightsMemorabilia.com with a number 8 in order to get your tickets for a tremendous event. Joining us now, um, we were just talking about uh, Gavin Sheets made his Major League debut last night and joined us. This man um, made his debut a little while back with New England Revolution. He is a former UMBC retriever. He is a Maryland native. He is now an MLS defender. It's a pleasure to welcome John Bell into the program for the first time. John, it's Glenn and Kyle in Baltimore. It's great to chat with you, man. Thank you so much for taking the time for us and congratulations on uh, officially being uh, at the top level here in America. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Absolutely, dude. John, can you, you know, just take me through years ago. Was there a point at which you realize soccer wasn't just something that you were doing for fun, that, like, soccer was genuinely something that, that you felt like you were going to be able to do for the rest of your life and, and as your vocation?
5: Um, yeah, you know, growing up, I mean, I played the sport since, uh, like since I was about five or so. And, um, you know, growing up, I think, around middle school, you know, uh, going to actual soccer games and, and being in the atmosphere – and then I got this opportunity to, you know, play for for DC United Academy. And when you're in that environment and you're, you know, you're surrounded by people who are all, you know, chasing the same goal as you, and you get to see the the first team up close and personal. Um, it motivates you to to really want to do it. So for me, you know, around the time when I was in about middle school, thirteen, you know, I, I was like, this is the only thing I want to do for hmm. you know, until until I can't
1: anymore you you know obviously you had so much success at at UNBC did you did did you did you was there a moment where like it struck you where you were like okay this i i know now i'm good i can do this at a highest
2: level
5: yeah for sure i mean even my freshman year um at, at UNBC the goal for me was always to to go to the next level um i got the opportunity to to play to play with the first team at, at, at DC United. Um, even when I was playing in the summer league, with, yeah. uh, crystal FC Baltimore and, um, we got to play against Benfica one time and, and, uh, I played really well and I kept up with those guys. And for me, that was like one other game where I just, even as I was older playing against, you know, a professional Portuguese team that, you know, plays in, in, in the champions league and, in, in, in Europa, um, being able to compete at that level and stick with those guys that I knew that I could play at the next level
1: so you're, you're in New Jersey a couple weeks ago not even really a couple weeks ago just a little bit more than a week ago and it's a 1-1 game in the second half and you score your first goal in a critical spot can, yeah. can you describe what that moment is like and again you've scored goals before this is not new but in yeah. that moment in that spot first MLS goal can you describe what that is like
5: um, it was just a great feeling. I mean, when it, I, I after the ball left my head, I looked to make sure I was onside. I looked at the linesman, and he was running back towards the middle of the field. And I knew that it was in. And after that, I was like, for a minute, I couldn't believe it. And uh, I didn't even know what to do. I just started running and screaming. And, and uh, you know, I was really excited. And, and it was even a better feeling because I had some of my family in the crowd, too, that game. So it just made the moment even greater.
1: Oh, man, that's so cool. It's so cool. Did did what did you, you know, like in baseball, when you get a hit, you get like your first career hit, you're able to keep the ball. Soccer, I'm assuming it's a little bit different. Like, do you, are you able to get the ball? Or like, what are you able to get to remember your first career goal forever?
5: I mean, I got to keep my jersey. So okay. that, that was, you know, that's the piece I got. Um, I didn't keep the ball, but, you know, hopefully maybe in the near future, uh, you know, I can get another uh, game winner. And I might take that one home. I
1: like that. I like that, man. John Bell is with us, UMBC alum, and uh, now with New England Revolution, and uh, just scored his first career goal a little bit less than two weeks ago. Um, John, you know, the the experience at UMBC, right? How, you know, you're you're a local-ish guy. How did you end up at UMBC? And did it maybe put a chip on your shoulder? UMBC is a great program, right? But, Mm -hmm. like, did, did you have maybe a chip on your shoulder about maybe some of the other programs that weren't? After you, and did that fuel you a little bit as you've gotten to this point?
5: Um, yeah, you know, it, it's funny because um, I was originally supposed to to go to UVA, and um, like somewhere in between, uh, my commitment had fell through, and I just wasn't able to go there anymore. And, you know, I couldn't It was a you know a top school, and um, I just couldn't afford it. So um, I was on the chopping block, and Pete Karinji reached out uh, to to my coach at DC United. And he told me that they had a spot for me at UMBC. And, um, you know, I'd even visit the campus once before I committed to go there. My first time coming on campus was the first day of preseason when we moved in. And, um, you know, going there, you know, I knew that, you know, obviously UMBC isn't, you know, it's not, you know, the UVAs or the Stanfords or, you know, Syracuse or whatever. But it's a really, you know, strong program Mm -hmm. with a lot of committed people in there that, you know, all – value, you know, all the players and the students there, and, um, you know, for me, uh, I took it with me to just, you know, make yourself be known and and help the school be known just by doing what you're doing, you know, worry about the things you can control, and um, that's just the, the mindset I had
1: when I went there. I mean, it worked out okay for you. It worked out all right yeah. for you, John. The you know the other thing too that jumps out at me is is the soccer culture that exists with UMBC, right? And and for yeah. a smaller school, but a place, you know, I I've been over there for those like UMBC Maryland games, and there is yeah. there is nothing like that. At it is insane that atmosphere yeah. that exists. And then you mentioned the Christos thing and like the the culture that exists for former players that hang around that are part of that. Um, how how much did that help just being in such a soccer culture in driving you to this point?
5: I think it's great um, just because you know that it's not just you out there that enjoys the sport. There's other people out there, even the ones that don't play. I mean, um, you know, like you said, the UMBC Retriever Park, like you would think that stadium doesn't get packed like that, but it really does. I mean, and it doesn't even be, you know, when we play Maryland. Yeah. It would be, you know, just any game, you know, uh, even the homecoming games too. For 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 us, were really big, and we had a lot of people show out and show support. So, you know, having that that culture there and, and the big support that Baltimore has, um, it's really great. I think, you know, it's it's growing even more, and you know, I'm I'm really happy for uh, for for Larry and, and Christos because I know they're going to jump to USL soon. So, it's really great for them to have and- that.
1: And that'll do so much more for the soccer culture here in our community too, man. When that happens, yep. I mean, like that'll yeah, lose. It's, it's it's giving you know it's another outlet.
8: Yeah.
5: Because obviously, you know, you have you know down south, closer to DC and, and Virginia, but people I think often forget about Baltimore up north. That you know, there's a lot of guys up there that that play and have that same hunger and passion for the game.
1: No doubt, man. No doubt, it'll be a special thing. All right, just another minute or two here with John Bell, UMBC, along with the New England Revolution. John, um, goals moving forward now for you, right? Like, you've made it. You, you're in the MLS. You're, you're, you're not just – you weren't just there and got a taste. Like, you're there now. You're, you're a mm-hmm. player. You scored a goal. What, what's next for you, the next things that you want to accomplish as a professional soccer player? Um,
5: you know, for me, it's, just, it's, it's becoming a better player every time I step on the field. Um, that's, that's the goal right now. Um, obviously, it's to help the team win each game. We have to take each game one game at a time. Um, But, you know, for myself, I just want to be the best player I can possibly be. Um, You know, I'm still working on things that I have to improve on. um, And and for that, I just need to just focus on myself, focus on on listening to my coaches and and the older guys on this team that have been around the block. Because I'm still new because, you know, I got seven, six, 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 seven games under my belt. There's still a lot more, and there's still a lot more learning that I have to do. Uh, So... You know, my mindset right now is just be a great player. You know, get on the field as much as I can, and you know, whatever rewards come along that way, I'll, I'll gladly take
1: it. Does it mean something to you that you know, like you mentioned Pete earlier, and by the way, he's one of my favorite people on the face of the planet. You know, now every time he talks to somebody, you know, he's trying yeah. to get a kid to come to UMBC. He's bringing your name up. Like you understand, <laughs> that's the way it's going to work. Is is you can yeah. come here and you can be the next John Bell. Is that does that mean something to you? that you get to be that guy for this program now that that everybody can point to and say, hey, you can live your dreams and you can do this if you come to UMBC?
5: Um, yeah, it's uh, it, it's a, I don't even know how to really describe it, but, uh, you know, it's, it's great that I came in there and, um, you know, I, I was able to, to achieve, you know, the, the goal of going to professional and being an MLS player. And, you know, I hope that Whoever comes along next and has that same goal and same mindset, they understand that it's doable and it's possible. And you don't have to go to you know the, the, the top-notch schools or the big-name schools. You can do it from anywhere. And um, you know, I think I'm happy that uh, I'm 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 happy I'm able to be that that
1: person. a um, – humbling experience It's awesome man uh, John what can we plug for you Twitter Instagram anything like that where people where UMBC fans can be giving you a follow as as, as you make this uh, continued run in your pro career um,
5: yeah I mean appreciate it uh, uh, my Twitter and Instagram it's the same thing it's um Astrobell23
1: Astro Bell 23, give him a follow there. John, we're so happy for you, man. Um, you know, one day – they'll probably name the, the, the pitch after Pete first, but, like, one day <laughs> down the road after – you know, we, we let him have it for, like, five years – and then one day down the road, may you be so successful that we have to rename the pitch again after you, all right? Like, no,
5: nah, I, I can't take that away from Coach. I'll, <laughs> take, I'll, he, take, I'll take a bench. I'll take a bench. Uh,
1: and by the way, you're right. He deserves that, too. We should say yeah. that. He, that's, that's how – I, I can only say so many nice things about him because he's going to bust my balls at some point. But, like, um, he really does deserve that type of recognition uh, for the amazing career that he's had uh john seriously congratulations major congratulations man awesome to see your success brother and best of luck moving forward thank you for taking the time for us this morning
5: thank you man appreciate it y'all stay safe
1: down there john bell uh, new england revolution of course former umbc defender greatly appreciate him taking the time for us uh this morning as uh and he just scored his first career goal in the mls uh, a little bit more than a week ago uh awesome story really happy for him and um they really should by the way rename the pitch after pete like i'll just you know, I'm not trying to start a controversy or something like that, but they should. They should genuinely name the pitch after Pete because it's unreal what he has accomplished. They kind
0: of do that like, once he retires, though. I that, think
1: that's normally you know. the way that it works, but, I mean, they I they shouldn't have to wait. I mean, they, they know the answer at this point. They really should do that. All right, uh, winding down, hour number two of today's program. It has also been brought to you by your local Toyota dealer and buyatoyota.com. Make the most out of every day in a Toyota RAV4. Available in hybrid or gas-only models, a RAV4 can get you where you want to go in style. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new RAV4s from your local Toyota dealer today. Jack, did you prepare the segment for today? I have a few things, All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to test it on air. I told him we were going to do it off the air, but we're going to test it on air to see if he's ready. Got to finish. It'll
0: be better than New York, you know?
1: Yeah, that was not a great debut. Jack, tell me your New York stories. Oh, man, I got some stories. I got drunk. <laughs> oh? Anything else? Threw up. Cool. I guess I'll tell a New York story instead.
0: Jeremy saved
1: us, you know. Oh, thank God. Um, so we'll try that. we got to finish Would You Rather Wednesday brought to you by Glory Day's Grill. Tidbit tubular. That's on the way. It's Glenn Clark Radio from the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Studio.
0: The latest edition of PressBox is available now. On the cover, Thomas Kenzora profiles University of Maryland quarterback Talia Tongavailoa and his chance to deliver the Terps to Big Ten prominence this year. Also inside, Bo Smolka breaks down the Ravens' offensive line, a look at Coppin State's Olympic connection, and much more. PressBox is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores. And you can always find the entire edition, as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com.
6: This is how you get a premium cup of coffee. Better and faster than the drip, drip, drip method. And way better than a large urn of lukewarm coffee made who knows when. At Royal Farms, our new Swiss-made coffee machines grind fresh premium beans on the spot and then brew them one cup at a time for the freshest, most flavorful cup of premium coffee you can buy. This is Royal Farms coffee. It's better because it's the freshest coffee in the world. Real fresh. Real fast, Royal Farms.
0: 401- or go to c3america.com for a
1: free analysis. Glory Days Grill is celebrating their 25th anniversary this month, featuring their 12-ounce Silver Anniversary New York Strip Steak, the Smoky Thigh Wings, a Double Bacon and Cheddar Burger, the Strip Steak Sandwich, Barbecue Chicken Bowl, and their Silver Anniversary Turtle Cheesecake. Toast to 25 more years with Glory Days Grill's Silver Anniversary IPA, brewed by Virginia-based brewery Devil's Backbone, and take home a commemorative glass. Celebrate by entering any of their three contests online, win a Trip to Devil's Backbone Brewing Company, free wings, or lots of other great prizes. Enter online at glorydaysgrill.com slash 25th anniversary. The 25th anniversary menu is available through June 20th. Come in for great food, good sports, and family fun. Sports
0: and Social Maryland is bringing the ultimate UFC fight night experience to you at Live Casino and Hotel. Watch Dustin Poirier take on the former champion Conor McGregor and get the ringside feeling with our state-of-the-art AV system and stadium seating. They take sports viewing to the next level with a massive 100-foot media wall, 47-foot big screen, 40 HD TVs, extensive beer selection, big eats in-venue, gaming, bowling, and more. They're raising the sports bar at Sports and Social Maryland. Come see for yourself. Tickets now on sale for UFC 264 at SportsSocialMD.com. That's SportsSocialMD.com. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER.
1: Hi, it's Glenn Clark for Window Nation. When it comes to cost and quality, Window Nation has you covered, saving you thousands more on your windows compared to national brands while providing the same, if not better, quality. Want detail? Window Nation measures each window three times to ensure proper fit. And after they install your new windows, they leave your home cleaner than it was before. Get 50% off every style window plus put no money down, make no payments and pay no interest for 24 months. 866-90nation or visit windownation.com. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you. Windownation, the perfect fit. Tweet
6: us now. Glen Clark Radio, 21st Century Talk Radio at Glenn Clark Radio.com. Glenn Clark, Glenn Clark Radio.com.
1: From the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Studio Press Box, Chesapeake Employers Insurance is your workers' compensation insurance specialist. It is Glen Clark Radio winding down for a Would You Rather Wednesday edition of the program. Would You Rather Wednesday, brought to you by Glory Days Grill. Let's finish it up. Uh, number three. Would you rather? Uh, In honor of many saints of Newark, HBO decides that for The Wire's 20th anniversary next year, they'll do a series with some David Simon participation that explores the backstories of McNulty, Stringer, Omar, and Bunk, or, no, no, it's just far too different, don't do that, leave it alone. Give me that. I mean, if David Simon's involved even a little bit. I said
0: some participation. I'm saying some participation means he's writing off on it and he is approving that it's being made. That's what that means. I'm not saying he's writing the entire script or he's there for every episode, but it means that it has his blessing and he approves of whoever it is that is putting it together because he has no need to do it otherwise. So, yeah, give me the wire.
1: I'm a uh, vociferous Mm -hmm. No. Leave it alone. Just leave it alone. I don't... I don't you're left alone with the fifth season if you wanted, but they still made that. I don't hate the faiths, fifth season. I just wanted it to end at some point. Like, at some point, I was just like, God, my God. My God. It's almost like uh, when you're watching the end of Uncut Gems, and you're just like, I just want this to be over. Um, that was sort of how I felt about the fifth season of The Wire, is it's just, I just want this... I, everybody feels so miserable. I, I. There's nothing good here. I just want it to be over. But I think it was still a good season of television. Um, it was just difficult to...
0: I'm I'm all for there being more Baltimore centric. That stuff. that that part of it. I get it's not the best light they're yeah, shining and, on it, and, but and at the same time, that, right, we're that, still.
1: That's not that part of it doesn't do anything for me. The the question is really. I, I I and I think this is where Sopranos is so fictionalized that. Well, it is based on real people for The Wire. Like that, I don't know, that's. But this is the point. This is why I think it's so different. I think Sopranos is so fictionalized that. The humor and the ridiculousness in further exploring these characters will always work. I don't feel the same way because The Wire is, well, fiction, of course. It's not so fictionalized. Mm-hmm. The point of it is not the absurdity of the characters as much of it is this. Again, Some it would of the be, stuff actually happened. Right. I get it. That... I just don't think I need more exploring of a character's backstory. That's not going to be something that's going to interest me. I think revisiting the concept with different characters and how the world has changed in 15 years. If David Simon was involved with that, and maybe somebody would say that's basically the Justin Fenton thing they're going to do, like they're going to d-
0: centric and I don't know that Right, like you know like, it's a little different, obviously. I don't think it's gonna have quite the same focus on the street
1: side of things. Probably I mean, probably not. I haven't read his book, so I can't yeah, I, mean. I don't wanna I don't wanna say too much, right? I'm I'm more interested in that and going down that road mm-hmm. than I would be not in mutually exclusive. in backstories. Well, I mean they're gonna do that. Right. And I I I think that's a better idea than doing Dom Gleason's
0: back. in both. The Sopranos thing and this. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I
1: didn't think about that. Interesting. Um, yeah, Doug says, unless there's a lot of David Simon participation, I don't want it. Um, I think you are,
0: are underestimating just how cantankerous David Simon is and would be about something like but, this if but it I, were not I something think, he approved. I think,
1: well, but I think, and he could, by the way, I think there could absolutely be a scenario where he gives his blessing to doing it and then he doesn't like it, but they've already gotten the blessing to do it. And so there's just nothing that happens from there. Right, like, I don't
0: believe that he would just give his blessing and then be completely hands off. For mm, what it's worth,
1: I I think it depends on how much he's allowed to be. Hand- I don't I don't know it's what they David want. David Simon, I they're going to understand that it probably behooves them to let him be involved. You say that, but this is HBO a money making machine, man. Like and he made a lot of money for him. I understand that, but at some point, if they believe that the brand itself will make them money, and they don't need David Simon's micromanagement involved, I think
0: it's different than, than George R.R. Martin. You know, like I think this is. I I do think it's different than George R.R. Martin. They were happy to run with the Game of Thrones thing when there wasn't you know, source material to base it off of. I I do not think that that would be
1: the case. I think with HBO Max being a thing and them just wanting to churn out content upon content upon content. But their content's good. A lot of it is good. Some of it is just fine. Some of it is just content for the sake of content. Like these reunion shows have just been content for the sake of content. I agree that it's a different thing. But I just don't – I am not as sold that just because – I have more faith in HBO than just
0: about any other network for what it's worth.
1: But who are we comparing that FX to?
0: FX maybe notwithstanding.
1: But, like, I mean, it's a, I, they're the only they – are, they, are, they, the they are
0: part of the standard in television.
1: Yes, that's true. But part of that is they're the only television brand that's able to do certain things. The other television brands – there's a limit they they can't push certain boundaries in how far they go where well, hbo with streaming they can right if they're specifically doing it streaming wise right like and and for what it's worth i would say that i think netflix
0: is i'm not sure i'm having that conversation as far as them being on that that level why wouldn't you cuz they're so much misses with netflix but but the hits are better i mean i mean but this like is all due the, respect the, the hits the batting are better the average in general is just lower
1: because they're making content for everyone because they're making content for children because they're making content for dullards because they're making content for I agree. everyone. I agree. And but that, the content that, Im- that they make that there's purposely imply they're
0: more comfortable releasing something that is not up to that standard.
1: But they kn- but they're purposefully doing Look, it. Look, I said what I said. It's dumb. It's dumb. I think Hulu um, is I think Hulu's better than Netflix frankly. But Hulu's not like how many how many Hulu shows are specifically made by Hulu? They the Hulu bit. is no, not good. at all. Hulu is doing shows in like from the other networks.
0: No, no, they have original as well.
1: They have shows that only are on Hulu, but they're regular. Like, for example, the Wu-Tang Clan show was only available on Hulu, but it was an FX production. But I'm saying... It's not... Hulu didn't make it. Future Man was good. I enjoyed that. I don't know Future Mm -hmm. Man. That was the Seth Rogen... uh, Oh, it was not. I enjoyed it. Did you watch it all? Yeah, I did. It was fine. I liked it. I enjoyed it. It was was fine. It wasn't a lot more than that. Um... Yeah, I disagree. I vociferously, in fact, disagree about the Hulu Netflix thing. It, it, just because Hulu's not making their own content for the most part, they're not doing that. It's not. A I just thing. don't
0: have, I just don't have. Netflix is. I don't go there as often anymore because there's just too much to sift through to find the good
1: stuff. I mean, I go there when I know that I'm not. I don't go there and search and just say I'll give this a chance. But like, when there's another season of Ozark, I know where I'm going. I'm going immediately to Netflix to watch the next season of Ozark. Don't watch it. I mean, that's dumb. Minos arc's really good. Like, that's absolutely something you spend time with. Um from uh, Proctor Leave It. That's a series that needs no changes. Um it's not changes, it's further development. You know,
0: yeah, Sopranos I, doesn't need changes.
1: I understand what he's saying. It it will alter your feelings of a story if it's bad. And I have faith it that will. if David Simon's attached to any capacity, it won't be. Yeah, I'm I'm not. Uh, Steve I'm always going to want to know more about the backstory. I, I, the other thing too is I just don't know what Somebody made this point about me It would be no- more
0: interesting about the Avon and Stringer side of I, things
1: Maybe I, Maybe it would maybe. be, it would be.
0: I, it's I, the same thing as when Marlowe. You see her rise to power, and you know there's always going to be interest no, but, in that. But I, no, no
1: disrespect, I think Marlowe is one of the least interesting characters. Doesn't change that the,
0: the in, dynamic until, of the his end, until the end. Until the end, as I said that. a
1: million times before, they took so long to finally that get Snoop there. Snoop
0: and Chris with, were always interesting, and the actual dynamic you know, of were, them going up against the incumbent interesting, like, it's, but
1: it's that Marlowe is so frustrating. They, like when they finally got there. It was great. And You just kept saying to yourself, "Why did you wait so long to finally get here?" But that um, was part of his character was that he was. But I, he was disconnected from emotion. I I understand that, and I'm not debating that. But that doesn't make for a great television character. No, like but it's he also was far more. When they got to him being compelling, he was really compelling. Right. He was unbelievably compelling, and you desperately wanted more of him. Whereas for a while, you were just sort of indifferent towards him. Like I get it. I get the purpose that he's serving. But it was largely indifference. Continue to get me your responses at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter, facebook.com slash Glenn Clark Radio. We will uh, choose someone tomorrow morning to win the $25 gift card to Glory Days Grill. Would You Rather Wednesday? Brought to you each week by your friends at Glory Days Grill. All right, young Jack. Let's see how this goes.
0: <laughs> oh. I
1: was like, got, got to get Yeah we're not going with the utes huh we'll see i like whistling i'm a big fan of whistling people agree with you nobody cares stop no there's no one that has an opinion about what we should name this experimental segment that we're doing joe pesci for like the for like the four weeks i don't even know if joe pesci cares for like the four weeks while jack is going to be here so um jack is our resident young person and i am very much disconnected from the world of the young I don't, I'm done. I don't know anymore what's happening and what they care about. There are, viral videos now are bigger than television shows, and it's what people talk about, and I don't know about them. I have no, I don't, honest to God, I know that like bonk is a thing on Twitter about being horny. I don't know any of the history of it. uh, Pardon
0: my take, I think.
1: If you say so, I have no idea why it's something that exists. I don't, I am so separated from the world of the young. I don't know. So I want Jack to help us connect with the world of the young with this new segment, Young Folks, or Two Utes, whatever it is <clears> that we end up calling it. So this is the experiment today to see if he's prepared. He, was, he has struggled in the past. Like we last Monday when Kyle didn't show up for work, we needed a little help from Jack, and he, he was not ready to just jump in comfortably uh, this past Monday. When I thought there might be a great story because he said, I've got great stories from New York. He struggled to deliver us great stories. So it's been a struggle so far. This is an experiment to see if it works as part of his internship here on the programming side. I would like to see how this goes. Jack. I asked you to prepare three things. I've got i th- I've got three things. You got three things yeah. that are buzzing, <clears throat> that are trending, that are that matter in the world of the young. Correct. Correct. All right. Maybe what in it,
9: the old of the uh, old world too. No, Others,
1: th- I, it's important that they matter to the young people though. This, that's, this definitely. Matters. Okay. All right. That's what I need to know. So, what is first on your list?
9: All right. So first we have the iCarly reboot. I don't know if you guys are too familiar with that. So that I,
1: I know I it exists. So I I I, I, there are a couple things here. I don't. I don't know how to compare. i iCarly was past me, right? So I don't know how to compare iCarly. Like, if somebody gave me context and said iCarly was to a certain generation what, say, Saved by the Bell was to my generation, I would have. I it's don't know. Different.
0: I think it's like this was a show they loved when they were kids because she was a kid. And now they're
1: not kids anymore and she's not a kid anymore. How, but how old? Like, who was it? When iCarly was a thing, who was it intended for?
9: It was intended for like. Probably ten to fifteen year olds, I would okay. say, because it was a girl with her two friends. Well, her best friend, Sam Puckett, yes. who was her best friend on the show. She was crazy. Were you it. a fan? I I actually did like this okay. show. I'm not.
0: I, mean, I, I get the sense that you did. You seem a little excited yeah, very about the iCarly so, yeah. reboot. So
9: I'm actually not going to watch. Them okay, so this is awesome. on because it's on Paramount Plus. Yeah, I don't have Paramount so Plus. So I don't. Yet. I don't think. I, I to my knowledge, I don't have that.
1: Do they offer a free trial? They that they do. They I, probably I did do that, they got uh, Apple got me last summer with Ted Lasso and mm-hmm. the Tom Hanks movie. Now I'm realizing like I'm gonna have to make a difficult decision again because there's gonna be another Ted Lasso yeah. and I'm going to need to watch there's it. There's
0: apparently a show on Paramount Plus that's getting very good reviews that was made by the Funny and Die Funny or Die folk that I'm actually okay. kind of interested in. So all right,
1: so so the concept of the iCarly reboot. Now, how? First of all, are any of these people famous that are yeah, involved? Yeah, so
9: Miranda I- Cosgrove has been in like a, a bunch of different things. What, she's, what, she's what would like I know mo- her from? Drake I and Carly. Josh, iCarly. <laughs>
1: the, okay, these are not things that um, I know someone from.
9: Oh. No, uh, Miranda to Cosgrove. Miranda. I
0: know of her, but I, this is like this was. I had gotten to the point when this show came out that I didn't care about Nickelodeon anymore, and they, the cartoons. She was, was
1: apparently in I School liked. of Rock, but it was when she was a child. So again, that's not gonna. Uh, of I think
9: late, she's probably the most famous from the show. She she's had the best career. She's I'd
1: say. Uh, she was in all the. She did a voice in all the Despicable Me's, which right. are watched regularly in my house because of my children. She's not really been in movies, necessarily, that matter. This is her, cha- this is her chance. This is this could be the breakout moment. Anybody else on this show that has become famous from it?
0: Wasn't like that Jeanette M- 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 McCurdy Jeanette or Jeanette McCurdy,
9: yeah. She's not actually on the... Uh, yeah, I think I remember. Was this either. a
1: spin? So, I don't know what Jake Drake and Josh is, either. Like, was this a spinoff of Drake and Josh? No, was no, this- no, no sh- What is the relationship between, between iCarly and Drake and Josh?
9: No, you had said where, where else I would you know. Oh, so Miranda Cosgrove in Drake and Josh... She is, was also she, on the She's Drake. On, she's on both shows. Was she's that, the younger sister who's like this evil demon. Was,
1: was Drake and her. Josh before iCarly? Before I Carly? yeah, 2000 and, and then they liked her and they said we need to give you your own yeah, show. Your own
9: show and it became like a very big But is she a different
1: character show. in iCarly than she was in Drake and Josh or is they it
9: They can't be more opposite characters okay. if Okay. All, all right they tried she's on and Drake and Josh she's like this evil little sister who tries to mess with her two brothers and tries to like get under their skin and do everything
1: I probably would have enjoyed that show if I was a child I probably would have enjoyed that
9: iCarly it's this really nice sweet girl very like straight A student who has her own web show with her best friend so
1: where does the comedy come from like what what makes it interesting
9: it's a lot of just, like, really stupid, silly jokes, one-liners. Like, the, her older brother, who... So, her dad is actually, I believe, was, like, in the Marines or something. He's never in the show. And he's... And Jerry Trainor, who is Spencer in the show. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that. Not at so, all. No, not so remotely. He's, like, the, the guy that's just thrown into, like, the father role in, in her life and fails miserably. Sets the house on... Sets everything he touches on fire.
1: Okay, so that's where there.
9: So that's where that's where the humor comes. He's in. So the the, the re- subject of yeah. That. So like the show had this character named Gibby, who's I believe his name's Noah. Noah. Uh,
0: let me look up his name. Yeah, I'm
1: gonna need to know the last mm-hmm. name. So yeah, very I, important. I, yes, if I know it. You know very it. important. I got. You can just—it's
9: it's fine. So yeah. this guy Noah Monk, who's like ah. the funniest guy on the show, is not actually going to be in the. Well, that sounds so, okay. In the reboot, so, so that's why there's some, there's some, there's some. Is, com, um, is the
1: reboot still supposed to be a kids show? No, so or it's supposed
9: to be the same audience that watched it when it was when it was iCarly originally. It's but are they doing to be, like it's supposed more? To be a twenty twenty one. Modern. So
0: iCarly is getting drunk. Yeah, like are they doing? <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm
1: at. Are they doing more adult themes? So like, like, is there going to the, be? I think
9: I believe it's like the same content, but in like a, a more adult fashion. Because now like the actual people are like in their 30s. Right.
1: So, so like, are they going to be hooking up with each other? Are I they think gonna, so.
9: Like, kind of weird. May, maybe. They're... I I don't <laughs>
1: know if this is like this is this is what I'm struggling with. If I loved iCarly, if I was that age and I loved it, would I want adult iCarly? As you and iCarly fan, are you? You said you're not
0: looking I, I, no, forward not to looking.
9: it. really. It are, so I think it premiered last. This week. is
1: this is maybe you're you're like uh, John Proctor with the what? Leave the memories alone. Right. You right. you want you want the thing that you enjoyed as a child. You don't if it, want. If it
9: sucks, then I, I'm, I'm going to have a completely different outlook on the whole show. So I may as well just leave leave that
1: part. I don't of my I don't blame you un, for making untouched. such a decision. I don't blame you. I never for saw Sandlot too. It's interesting. It, from the show for me was Boy Meets World. It was the most important thing that existed in my life as a child. Right, but it was a little bit older. It wasn't a Nickelodeon show. It wasn't a Disney show. It was an ABC sitcom, and they did a lot of adult themes. It was for teenagers. Um, Who can forget? They, losing Corey their- and the
0: crack cocaine, well, right? Yeah, I mean,
1: I, you, you joke about that. Like, they absolutely did a drug uh, uh, thing with Sean. They absolutely oh, had, yeah, like, at really one like point, that. he was working for a drug dealer. Like, they 1,000% did losing their virginity. Like, they, all of those things were a significant part of Boy Meets World. Which is part of the reason why it was such a great show when you were that age, because these are the things that you were experiencing in your life. Then they brought it back with Girl Meets World, and it was a show for children. It was a children's show. It was not a redone Boy Meets World. It was, let's take these characters and now make a Disney Channel show for for much younger kids this is not going to touch on adult themes. This is not it's going to be a silly Disney show. It was the exact opposite of that. And I realized that. Like I wanted to tune in for the nostalgia like factor of I'm like, oh, these are my the characters that I love. Then I watched one episode and said, this is very much not for me. This is iCarly. This is whatever it is. And I said, I'm out. I will bail. On continuing on with Girl Meets World, so that's is it streaming now?
9: Yeah, so it's on, on Paramount Plus. It's out right now. So, so are and, the kids angry? What'd you say? Are the kids angry? Yeah. What's about the, it? what's
1: the reaction to the iCarly reboots?
9: A lot of excitement happened in the beginning. I.
1: But is that just the? I think that's just the nostalgia play. Yeah, that's just it's the iCarly back, back, back in my for the life. First
9: time in ten years. Like, oh my god.
1: Are the reviews good? I'm... All right. This is we got to work on this for, <laughs> for the next episode of of uh, Young Folks Two Utes. I need I want you got to be prepared with these types of things when okay. we pepper you because you are you, you're a young expert all right, all right? so you got to be prepared for those types of things all right next number 2 on your list
9: all right so number 2 is there's actually a petition going right now where it is to not let Jeff Bezos back into earth
1: so I am familiar with this okay.
9: he's he's going to go he's going to space right. with his brother I believe and um, but okay
1: so so I'm I'm familiar with this he's he's like funding a trip to to go wherever he's right? just like
9: going to like the tip of space, correct? It's like a ten minute flight, thing. right? Coming right J- back, just in. for a
1: second, just to see how it feels. I get <laughs> it. No, I trust me. I understand. Um, and jokingly, there's this petition floated around saying, once he's gone, he's gone. He I doesn't.
9: Don't, I don't know if it's a joke. I think. Well, no, I was pretty reading online. Sure we, we, we can't actually <laughs> prevent Jeff
1: no, Bezos from returning. It is definitely a joke. No, that, it is. P- a joke. People might hate him. That might be real,
0: <laughs> but like, we can't actually. The 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 song from um, Bo Burnham's. Oh right. my
1: God, no doubt. CEO <laughs> oh, Entrepeneur. <no> <laughs> God, that is that is so that thing is so dark, man. <laughs> it is. I was not prepared for how dark, but that was good. That is a good song. Um, why? Is it young people that hate Jeff Bezos, or everybody hates Jeff Bezos now?
9: I think it's I think it's just like a, everybody. I think it's a collective. Yeah, that but I
0: think probably young people are probably at the forefront. I would have. To but, but is
1: it specific to him being Jeff Bezos and something he's he representative did, or of is, is it just economical issue in our country? We hate yet. everyone in the one percent, and we hate all of the people that have amassed well, this. The
0: He's a supervillain. I mean, like, he and Elon Musk are competing for who can be the biggest supervillain and fit the archetype. But young people
1: love Elon Musk, dude. Young people
0: love Elon Musk. I think there's a—it's a a, a mixed bag, I think. I don't think it's a fully— Why do young people love Elon Musk but hate Jeff Bezos? I think on the surface level, Elon Musk is, quote-unquote, helping, and Jeff Bezos is not. Okay.
1: I don't th- I don't I don't know if I get that. You know, I don't carbon know if emissions.
0: I... He's looking to reduce the greenhouse gases
1: and he's yeah. you know, part of the solution and all that. Yeah, it I don't but, know. You know. makes cool cars. Why why? Why do young people do you, are you an Elon Musk guy? Are I, you I do like Elon Musk, yeah. Did you go buy like Dogecoin when No, I,
9: I didn't go buy okay. Dogecoin when he said it. Right. I, no, I I missed that boat.
1: What what is it about Elon Musk that you're so fascinated with? Well, if I'm indifferent for what it's worth. He's I'm, just like I'm genius, very indifferent. But one, he's a
9: genius, so I mean, anything he touches. Like, well, but like somebody would say, gold,
1: Jeff Bezos so. doesn't become what he becomes no, without uh, being no. a genius. Obviously, Jeff
9: Bezos is, is, but I think I think Elon Musk kind of tailors to like a different.
1: Oh, he's very much with the bros. There's yeah, no question exactly. about that. I feel
9: like he's just like a guy you'd want to just like hang around
1: with. I don't know. know. He <laughs> seems like. He's a, little, I don't think I would want to hang around with him a in pretty any awkward way. Like, he's a. I mean, I think there's a. He actually has a. He's got. He might be. Yeah, he is definitely. Um, so i don't want to i don't want to like make jokes about that but like i don't know if he's he's a guy that i like want to go hang with i didn't think he was a terrible i like my my expectations for him were so low on saturday night live that like he was fine i mean he wasn't good like he wasn't because he's not a it's not what he does but like i it was so low that he managed to reach the bar that i had set i don't like the rags to
0: riches narrative when he's like the kids of emerald Miners. (laughs)
1: Yeah, oh no, there's no there's none of that yeah. for me. 100%. And all right, and give me number 3 for you.
9: So I'm sure you guys know that there's like the celebrity golf match between next week. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Next next July 6th, I think uh, between yes, Brady, think Bryson, yeah. Phil, and Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Did you guys see the video that was that was came out a couple of days ago of Brady just like casually dropping balls and sinking like 25 foot putts? And I, did, like, not. I did not. Yeah. I did not. The kids so, are into this. Oh, it's the great. It's one of the best videos I've seen like this, this month. Seems like this seems like something
1: the barstool crowd would eat up. This um, seems like something they'd be into. So
9: it's Tom Brady just casually lining up for a putt, and, he, and there's a, someone videoing him, and he's just trash-talking Aaron Rodgers and Bryson, and he goes, like, this is gonna, this is what's going to happen on mm-hmm. this day. Like, be, be prepared. Like, How many out. putts does he hit? Three. I'm watching it. It's one in honor of are each person. Are there any person.
0: cuts involved in the video?
9: No. You see mm-hmm. him pick up the ball, drop it out of his pocket, hit it, go again, go again, and then it's – so it's kind of like building up the hype for the whole thing. it th- I does him. look
1: pretty legit. Yeah. I, mean, I'm not, look, I would hope he'd be good at golf. Videos first. can be doctored and they follow the ball, right? Like, But, uh, I mean, the video Whether looks, it was
9: an order or not, he did make three putts. I hear so. you. Very impressive. Probably, you got to be skeptical be with
0: uh, than... Hollywood, you know?
1: Well, especially when something like this is just a made-for-television event. Sure. Like, where
9: it's not real competition.
0: But, no, I very much believe Tom Brady would be good at golf. I mean, he's- you know, He's got, got a lot got of time. time. Yeah, yeah, correct. He's
1: got a lot of time to do it. He's a hell of an athlete to begin got with. Time like, and money. Why wouldn't he be good at golf? <laughs> I don't golf?
9: think I don't know if Tom Brady's
1: bad. At so anything. so uh, the young people don't like Bryson though, right? Like that's
9: well, like the Bryson Brooks Kepka little mm-hmm. drama going on. I'm a big fan because like it's golf, it's like a gentleman so to speak sport, obviously. But I think it's kind of adding like a little spark to, and it's getting more of like the the the, the guys guy who's like not a big golfer in, like their twenties, mid twenties. But I think it's like. Bringing a national story, it's like bringing in like oh, I I don't real I think it's good for, I agree
1: that it's good for the sport in yeah. general but like the, the golf bros, the the young again the young people we're talking about they seem to love Phil Mickelson despite the fact that he's a thousand years old <laughs> and they seem to hate Bryson DeChambeau.
9: I think that's which true. is
1: which is weird to me because Brooks Kepka was kind of a dick before this whole thing started. No, the, like, he definitely was. Like but he fits
0: the archetype of a, of a
1: bro more than Bryson DeChambeau does. Yeah.
9: I feel like Bryson's probably a little mean.
0: Bryson's a little more like awkward and quiet. You
1: know. Yeah, yeah. like more plotting. Yeah. More and like. Kepka's quiet, but. I mean, good I good-looking good chap. Do you, know? you really? I do like Bryson. Why?
9: He just the way he, his style of play is just going to change how golf is going to be played forever. I mean, the guys hit drivers that go 380 yards. Got to win first, I think. Bryson, he I th- doesn't he not have a he major. Have majors majors I think though. he won the. Uh, didn't he win the U.S. Open last? Yeah, he did. Year? Bryson won. I what are you talking about? Good for him. Yeah. You know than than yeah. What are you doing? I'm wrong. <laughs> yes, he won. So he's got one under his belt. The only, I mean, he's really inconsistent, but like just no, yeah, for pure sure. pure joy and entertainment of watching that guy drive a ball is one of the best things I watched. Oh, the,
1: the thing that <laughs> where they hit it over the water. Yeah, go, man, he takes the nuts, he takes nuts. the, the no worst route ever and
9: just gets it right there. All
1: right, so here's what I like, right? Um, so far so good if we're gonna do it every day we gotta tighten it up it can't be like last week's stories it's gotta be like more things that were trending in the last 24 hours oh alright like the Tom Brady video was it on l- June 22nd that was 8 okay. days ago now I'm not I get it I was unaware of it right so it's still fine and sometimes I think you can throw those things in and I'll still be unaware of them but if we're gonna do it every day we gotta tighten it up and try to make it more daily trending stuff alright mm-hmm. in general I like it in general good start alright thumbs up we'll keep doing all right, it alright perfect two utes Slash young folks, two 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 folks, young young utes, young utes, young utes, right. and not like Utah, but like you know. No, I mean like yeah, the like two utes. Yeah, Did yeah. you say
2: two utes? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Thank you, young Jack. Uh, young uh young utes brought to you today by Mobile One. Mobile One full synthetic motor oil helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube service center. Ask for Mobile One. Tidbit, well, we got to fly now. Uh, tidbit brought to you by Window Nation. 50% off all styles of windows, plus no money down, no payments, no interest for 24 months, two full years. 866 90 Nation or visit windownation.com. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you Window Nation, the perfect fits.
0: All right. So, Gavin Sheets, of course, we chatted with him this morning after his debut. Well, it turns out it was actually sort of a historic debut as oh. far as White Sox players go. He is the first White Sox player player with multiple hits and RBI in an MLB debut since Craig Wilson did so back in September of 1998. So here's to hoping that can continue for the Baltimore native. Of course, when you talk about Baltimore baseball, Cedric Mullins is the first name to come out of your mouth. In the 26 games, the Orioles have won. Keep my
1: name out of your mouth.
0: In the 26 games, the Orioles have won this year, Mullins is 50 for 107, good for a 467 average, and has hit safely in 25 of those games. Hmm. We like that. All right, got a fun trivia, double trivia actually for you. All right. All right. Kyle Schwarber's doing some good stuff for baseball right now. He has 12 home runs in his last 10 games. There is only one other player since 1901 to have a 12 home run in 10 game stretch. Who is it? Brady Anderson? No, he had a he had a ridiculous stretch. But um, there is a relation to the Orioles.
1: There is a relation to the Orioles. There's a relation to the Orioles. There's a relation to the Orioles. Nelson Cruz? No. Um, it's somebody who played for the Orioles. Yeah. Did he do it while he was an Oriole? No. Okay. Uh, since two thousand. No. In the 90s? He did it in the 90s. Palmero. No. Uh,
0: Albert Bell. It was. Albert indeed, Bell. Indeed, Albert Bell in 1990. He did it.
1: I mean, he was torrid at that point in his career, man. It was insane. Looking back on how good Albert Bell was, it was nuts. So, second trivia. Yeah.
0: Of course, Mississippi State extended the College World yeah, Series to Game 3. If they were to win, they would get a monkey. Oh off of yeah. Their I, okay. They are oh, one of three power it. five schools to have never won a national championship yep. in any team sport.
1: So one of them is Virginia Tech. One I of them do know is that.
0: Virginia oh, Tech.
1: Who is the other one? Oh, who is the other one? Oh, it's gonna drive me nuts. I I The Virginia Tech one is well known. The other one I was surprised by, and I did see it recently.
0: Well, I believe it was a stat that was trending a little bit
1: recently. Yeah, I hadn't seen it until today. It's um it's a, it, uh, Iowa State. No, Kansas State. It is indeed State.
0: Kansas State. Uh, so, Mississippi uh. State looking to remove themselves from that list. It was
1: a blowout last night. I mean, it was an nas- it was like thirteen to one. All right, uh, Tibbet was also brought to you by Great Eights Memorabilia. Again, go to greateightsmemorabilia.com with the number 8 to find out more about the return to training camp. Crab feast at Jimmy's Famous Seafood, greateightsmemorabilia.com with the number 8. Tubular brought to you by C3 American Exteriors. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. Call C3 to get roof and siding repairs for just the cost of your home insurance deductible. 410-401-9797 or c3america.com for your free analysis. Orioles Astros, 8 o'clock. Matt Harvey against Luis Garcia as the Orioles go for a sweep in Houston because, sure, that's on Masson. Masson, two. Rays Nationals at four. It's also an MLB network in the rest of the country. MLB Network's got Diamondbacks, Cardinals at one, uh, Pirates, Rockies locally after that. Uh, Mets Braves at 7, Rangers Athletics late. YouTube for Mariners Blue Jays at 7, ESPN 2, as Kyle just mentioned, Game 3 of the College World Series Final, Vandy and Mississippi State at 7. NBCSN Tour de France Stage 5 at 6.30, and then Game 2 of the Stanley Cup Final tonight at, eight, oh, Tour de France Stage 5, that was at 6.30 this morning. i got to stop doing that. Um, Stanley Cup Final, Game 2 tonight, the Canadians and Lightning, as the Lightning try to take a 2-0 series advantage. That's at 8.00. ESPN, Wimbledon coverage continues in the afternoon. Then tonight, Suns Clippers game six at nine. The Suns try again to advance. The Clippers try to force game seven. CBS Sports Network, Chicago Sky, Dallas Wings at eight. Minnesota Lynx, Phoenix Mercury at 10. TNT for AEW Dynamite tonight at eight as well. Some non-sports highlights. Uh
0: non sports Loki episode four, streaming now. Apparently there's a post-credit scene. I'm up. So. By the way,
1: Owen Wilson is phenomenal. Oh, yeah. It's tremendous. Yeah,
0: there's a post-credit scene for this one, so stick around. Okay. Um FX, Mr. Inbetween, ten o'clock, FXX, Dave, ten o'clock. A lot of people
1: uh kind of saying some things about the last episode of Dave. I mean, it was, it was terrible. No, the last one was probably the funniest one. The nice. first
0: two were I, were we the, the, the first oh, one. the last one was kind of like yeah, the, the, internet on, yeah. the internet is not agreeing
1: with you The internet is reacting in a way to The last episode the, it's the like third some...
9: episode is the one getting a little,
0: little criticism well, I mean, they, they all are different But they're, you know, whatever um, uh, That's tonight, 10 o'clock and do Samantha B. 10:30 on TBS. Harvey Keitel's on Colbert. I don't know why, but he is. And stuff and things. Check it out. All
1: right. Thanks today to Gavin Sheets. Thanks also to Drew Forrester. Thanks to John Bell and to our greatest American champion, Joey Chestnut. We'll get all that up in the greatest hits section of the Archives. tab at GlennClarkRadio.com. Uh, hoping
0: to make a trip down to Bowie tomorrow, or okay. over to Bowie, up to Bowie, whatever it is. Down. Um, but yeah, sure. yeah, you're welcome. Uh, stuff and things. Irons and fires.
1: Okay. Irons and fires. Thanks to everybody at PressBox, all of our great sponsors and partners, including the U.S. Army, Glory Days Grill, Window Nation, Royal Farms, Chesapeake Employers Insurance, ExxonMobil, K&S Automotive, C3 American Exteriors, Great Eights memorabilia, Sports and Social MD, the BMW Championship, Bradley and Nikki Bozeman Foundation, your local Toyota dealer, and buyatoyota.com. Thanks to Kyle Ottenheimer, Sad Lonely Man. Follow him on Twitter, at Kay Ottenheimer. Follow us at Glenn Clark Radio. Thanks to uh, Young Jack, two Utes, two, no, Ute, Young Utes, Young Utes. We we'll try to do that every day. Have a uh, great Wednesday night. Go Birds. Duke sucks. Go Suns. Duke sucks. Ohio State sucks too.